I don't care if I look stupid or not. Drink vodka in moderation, kid. <laughs> Never trust a big booty to smile. No, he's trying to shove it in the back. And sometimes I don't know if you're yoking or not. Hold still. Hold still. Hold still. Damn, boy, straight to the door. Why sound like Bane? Let's look on that. Look at us. It's going to be awkward. This is PJ Souls, and you are totally listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. Keep listening, or you know who might come after you. Episode 617 of the Bad Boys Podcast. We're about to randomly rant on all things movies. Happy birthday, love. It's October 16th. Happy birthday. Yay. Boston. Boston, Mass. 617. Bringing it back. Right? Yeah, it's been a while. So uh, Tony shouts out Amy and hardly gives a two shits about it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Shit on Amy's birthday, Happy birthday, girl. Uh, I was just yeah. You did say some of the messengers, so sorry. You're forgiven. But six one seven shot yeah, fuck Boston. Fuck Boston. How about yeah, that? You just, fuck just, the Celtics, fuck the, the Red Sox. Fuck everybody. Oh yeah, Uh-oh. yeah. Are you, yeah not, you know what? Fuck Boston. Boston might be a nice city. It's fuck Matt Damon. That's where it goes out to. Right. Six one seven. We have to randomly rant all things movies. I am your host, Fonzo, aka Mike Lowry. Joining me as always. Harley, a.k.a. Marcus Burnett, straight from Boston, Mass. No one cares. I'm Tony, a.k.a. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. What is going on, fellas? You guys are already getting an early start, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we did. Nice. I love it. We're just talking dance music. Yeah, I did have have a Hornitos tequila seltzer. Right before oh, we started, so, so oh, got a little, little, got a little buzz going on. I've been awake since oh, two a.m., so I needed something. Oh, okay. Do yeah. you have any more? Do you want to keep going? Or? No, that, that's it. That was the last one. Oh, that was it. Okay. Yeah. I had a steady, I had a steady dose of caffeine going every day at Dirty Bird afternoon. I wasn't drinking water. I was mm, drinking just caffeinated, just, just yeah. powdered caffeine. Right, I was racking them up. Is snort, that the, snort is that the rails. exact opposite you're supposed to be doing? Well, no, I was drinking. Um, we get these powdered like uh, a liquid IVs. Mixed. No, no, no. You get them. You mix them with like ice water, and it's no. like ice coffee. Oh, it's coffee. It's actual coffee. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Costco has these liquid IV electrolyte caffeine powder mixes. So oh, that's what I thought you were talking about. But you actually do yeah. coffee. No, oh, yeah, we were just drinking coffee all day. That's just to get so when they go out to like a show or like to campaign yeah. or whatever, just to read. Yeah. yeah. Oh, those are great. Yeah, and it's good yeah. because I don't drink a ton of caffeine. I mean, I drink coffee every single day, but I only have a small cup. Right. So I'm not, you know, I, I don't have a very high tolerance for it. So when I do drink it during the daytime, it works. Ah. Uh, yeah, but coffee makes so. you shit. I was just going to say, yeah, I, what are you I don't have at? a problem with it. <laughs> so that's that's why I do the caffeine, because I'm like, coffee, I need a bathroom nearby. I usually, in the morning, first thing in the morning, it um, it helps me with the bowel movements. But You got you got a shit schedule? Yeah, yeah. I'm very consistent. Very consistent? Mm-hmm. Yes. You got a poop schedule? Right on. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm a, yeah. I'm a, you know. I'm like terrified, a, to, I'm terrified not to poop before I go to work. Right. Right. While I'm at work. 
That's the worst. For me, it's a CrossFit. Like I don't want to. I don't want to have Ooh. to <laughs> in the middle of a workout Dude. be like, oh, fuck." So I was like, "Nope, I will." I could, oh, yeah. hell no! I, I always you, you know trying to lift some weights. Oh, that you is know, the worst. You're lifting up and you're, you're, you know, you're already got the belt on your waist. And you're yep, yep. Everything and then just, oh man, that's, that's dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I always, go, I always anyway, go before like CrossFit. Gonna... 425 every morning. There you go. Damn. On the, <laughs> on the dot. Early ass poop schedule, bro. You well, yeah, go to like a couple hours right now. <laughs> Dude, my wife wakes up really early. It's like the first thing she does when she wakes up is poops. And then she's good for the day. She ain't got to poop again. No, she typically is a multi-pooper. Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah. I love that you have no shame talking about your wife's pooping. Well, she don't care. You just called her a multi-pooper, though. A multi-pooper. I've never heard you describe your wife as a multi-pooper. She's she's commonly a multi-pooper. I am like one, once a day, on the dot, like nine. Oh, yeah? You're the the unipooper? Yeah. Unipooper? 9 a.m. right now. Like consistently it's the same okay, same pooper, size same pooper. consistency same everything um what you never you, he, you, do you weigh, do you weigh it out <laughs> no no i very i know what the fuck um but you know i eat fucking oatmeal and lots of fruits and vegetables so uh, i get a lot geez. of fiber, oh, so you're fiber us, you, yeah. you act like your shit don't stink is that what you're telling no me? it stinks like a motherfucker but it just, it just comes out easily so <laughs> Um, so no, but it will. No my from you then. No, my schedule does get fucked up when we travel. Right? Don't sure. Yeah. That? Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's how you I just get fast. anxious. Oh. I get anxious, and then I just, it just my body's just like, nope. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll throw, I'll throw my wife's poop schedule under the bus. When she travels, plugs up. She, right. she'll go, no. she'll go five days without going, and then like the, <laughs> the day we come back, it's like. Where'd the fuck she go? Oh, she's in the bathroom. Literally in the toilet for four days. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is nuts. She's like, just doesn't go. We the, the, we were in in fucking Ohio. She didn't go. When you guys were in Mexico, she never went. She didn't go. What? She didn't go. <laughs> she's like, no, she just fucking funny. plugs up and like just packs it all in there. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, I guess she can. She's got like a little compressor inside or something. I don't know. What the hell? That's mm-hmm. weird. That's I weird... don't think. I, yeah, traveling for me. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's an well, anxiety my... thing. Like she just doesn't want to poop in a foreign <laughs> location. She's only comfortable relaxing her sphincter at home. Fuck? I'm dropping shit every place I've ever gone. Like, different, <laughs> different area codes, different states. I'm moving my everywhere. You got man. food babies in, the, in area when codes. When's the last time you had to ask a customer if you could shit in their house? I don't know. A month ago. He's oh, like, really? I, I usually I'm, I'm I don't a, ask. I'm, I'm a lot older. I'm like, yeah, if it's an old person, I can get away with it because they can't hear. So I'm going upstairs right. and stopping the juice and flush and they won't even know. I just hope to God it flushes. Right? That's what you'd like. I don't know how to like, explain that. I'd be like that dumb and dumber situation where don't flush uh-huh. and just shit up to the toilet. I'm like, oh, fuck, what do I do? One time it was bad. I had to ask him. I'm like, I'm so, hey, do you mind if I go? And oh no, I, I do this whole gimmick where I'm like trying to be polite and ask to go somewhere else. I'm like, hey, you guys at your community pool there, does, does they have a uh, um, bathroom? They're like, yeah, why? I'm, like, I'm just going to run over there real quick, and I'll be right back. And they're like, oh, no, no, just use ours. And I'm like, just please don't ask if it's one or two. Don't ask. And I'm like, hey, I'm like, you sure? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, all right. I'm like, fucking dudes, just let y'all know. And then, uh, yeah, I make sure the vent's on. I make sure there's soap around. I make sure it's clean after. I just, I clean their sink. I clean their fucking the nasty, <laughs> the nasty ring around their bathtub. I, I clean it all. Like, you redoing it, yeah, yeah. And just everything's clean. I put a new hey, shower curtain up for them. You, you, I, put, you, I put a new shower curtain. I put a, <laughs> you uh, regrout uh, their tile. 
Fucking hey, man. It's, it's, get eat I'm off that sure. thing. <laughs> dude, Mr. Clean like, just winks at me before I leave. I'm like, okay. If he's happy, I'm good. Yeah. But, dude, I, I used to never, dude. Oh, my God. I used to never want to, man. But, like, now that I'm older, since I can't hold it, I'm afraid I'm about, I'm about to just go. You know? So I'm fucking terrified. So when I'm mentoring, like, when I had to go one time with mentoring, I go, hey, man, I got to go. Yo, you're on your own. I'll be right back. <laughs> I had to go find like a, like a store or somewhere to go. Yeah, I got my bathroom. I know parks. I got restrooms. I go the library. I just yeah, I got places to go. So when it's really bad, like one time, I, the very first time I remember, I was in Del Mar, and I go, "There's nowhere I'm gonna go anywhere near that there's a bathroom. I'm just gonna shit myself. I'm gonna make it." And they had this really long house where it was like just like different levels, like just the long hallways, and then it was almost like a V or a U shape. The house was weird, right? So, mate, I'll be working on the TV downstairs. I'm just gonna fucking go. And I did real quick, and they came out. And never, you know, never knew. But I was fucking terrified, you know. I'm already afraid. I'm, I'm already, you know, nervous. I got a shit, and then they, I'm worried they're gonna come out. Like, hey, what are you doing? How do you explain that? You know, right. it's the worst, dude. When you gotta go, go with a smile. Oh, dude, oh, I'm smiling. Believe me, when it's when it's coming out, I'm I'm happy. But I'm all sweating and shit. Like, you think I just ran a like a marathon? I come outside like, I'm like, you're all right. I'm like, yeah, can I get the last? <laughs> you're like i need to re need to rehydrate seriously dude when when i'm driving and i, and I go if i'm like I, I gotta go grab a tool i need an extra modem from somebody I'll be right back aka go to the restroom and i'm driving and it's like feels like it's going to come out oh my god that is the scariest turtle feeling head. On yeah turtle head i'm like moving up and down my stomach's like like the noises i'm like i'm like moving off my seat i'm fidgeting i'm like hitting something i'm trying to pinch myself i'm trying to like avoid so thinking about it, it oh, it's the most fucking frightening thing I've ever. Uh, yeah, that's bad. <laughs> but a multi pooper, that's that's pretty bad. If it comes down to that, it's like yeah, I'm um, I'm like I'll be eating, I won't even finish my meal, and I already have to go. It's that fast. Wow, like my digestive system is that quick. Yeah, Amy's always like, how the, how, how do you do that? I'm like, I'm like, you, I'm like you just ate, and you go, I don't know. Like I just ate, like I gotta go. <laughs> how does that fucking work? I think you know it's your body like trying to make room. I guess so. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, yeah, yeah. If you if you eat three three times a day, you're full. You're always have something, and you're all right. you're, all, you're always full of shit. You know. Right. So, exactly. You know, you just you eat. But it's like in the can... morning, I just ate something. Like that's all I have. Like why is that just going out already? Well, it's from from like, last night though. Yeah, I'm sure. It's generally, like the digestive day. is supposed to take like twelve hours. Right. Uh, like so, the shit, the the stuff that you're shitting is from yesterday, not from today. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, your fucking large intestines are like uh, thirty six feet long. If you, you know, if you. Well, that's where ladies' poop is. And... That's odd, ladies' poop is. Yeah, man. Your whole intestines just <laughs> yep. hanging in there. Yep. Yeah. So how long, does it take her forever to shit? Then like that one long time when she gets home finally. Yeah, man. Like she disappears for a day after after Damn. vacations. <laughs> Wow. We have to we have to schedule an extra day on all of our PTO just for her. Yeah, shit. exactly. Like this is our vacation is when we come back and then this is her recovering from shitting all day. Uh-huh. <laughs> Man. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, Amy used to say that too when she used to when she was younger, she'd go road trips and she would hold it too. I'm like, how do you do that? She got just no, and like, she doesn't try restrooms or anything. She doesn't try. She's like, I'm gonna try to go to the bathroom and she's like, Nope, it doesn't come out. <laughs> I'm like, all right, okay. Yeah, that's like just- is she sitting there talking to her like herself, like to, to like go? She's, go? <laughs> she's like, like encouraging you to come out. She's like, "It's okay, you're in a safe place. <laughs> you come out." <laughs> it's like, nope, nope, nope. I'm just saying, scared. 
Like I'm going back in. Like what? What are you doing? It gotta make your stomach hurt, though, right? I just picture like the scene. It's a movie where they're in prison and someone does that, right? Because they don't want to go, right? And then and then their stomachs all hurt. They're all sick and shit. Maybe I mean eventually, yeah, it'll probably start hurting. Yeah, but she's never complained. Oh, was it American History X? Didn't Norton do happen to him? Really? Because he got maybe guys because he got shit pushed in and no one come out. Oh, (laughs) oh, that's what it is, right? Right. Remember he got raped. He got gang. He got raped, and then he got a shit pushed in, and then wouldn't come out. And he got sick. That's why what happened. I think that's the mood I'm thinking about. Yeah. We have literally talked for twenty minutes about poop right now, right? Poop. Yep. That's it. Talking about giving the the listeners something new. Exactly. (laughs) Anything else? Anything else more interesting about poop? Up, Tony. All this shit talking, you only didn't drop one fart noise until just now. I mean, I, I've been saving this one. I'm surprised. That's Lady Punk. After <laughs> she came back. <laughs> but don't bother me. Damn, still going? It's still going. It's an, it's an hour long. <laughs> oh my god. Play through the whole episode then. In the background. Oh, that's so bad. Oh, that's nasty. It's like the it's like the Tom Hanks. Oh, where's the courtesy flesh, yo? Let's go. Come on. Seriously. Oh, that's bad. You guys ever try, you ever you guys ever do the match gimmick? No, I don't have matches. I, I don't have any matches. No. Oh yeah, I stop smoking. Yeah, the match gimmicks. You never do that, Harley? If they have a oh. candle, you ever see home? You ever see customers like or people have matches in, in the bathroom? If they have a candle, yeah, no, I'll I, light the I, fucking I candle for sure. Yeah, but it, like generally, people have sprays and just spray the shit out. The of it. Spray right? Yeah. We have, we're fortunate. We have a room. We call it the shitter, and it's literally just the size of a closet with the toilet in there. And it's got its own door and its own vent and right. its own window to the outside. So if it's if we blow up our bathroom, we just open the window, turn on the fan, and it. it How tall is that window? Because I figure like you're sitting down, you're still pretty tall, and they can see. You. They can see the top of his head. It's, it's yeah, like the, the windows to our back backyard. So. Oh, okay. No one can see you there. No. Okay. I think I actually had a shitter outside. You don't have one? Oh, that would be cool. An outhouse? I bet, I bet you piss out there. Oh, yeah, all the time. I see. Yeah. I pee in my backyard. Was it a pissing contest between you and your dog? <laughs> well, that's typically when I do pee outside is when I take the dogs out first thing in the morning to go pee. I so probably also... like let them pee, and he's like, fuck you, I'm going to show you dominance. I'm going to piss right over your piss. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't typically go into the dirt like they do. <laughs> do you lift your leg up? No, I don't have to. Oh, that's right, because you squat down on your little bitch. Well, not when I'm peeing outside, but like, <laughs> I do typically sit down in the middle of the night. You and do? I don't want to fall. I don't want to, like, one, I don't want to piss no, all No, you, spl- you don't want splashback. Like, yeah, sit down in, in, a, in a toilet. Sit down. I'm tired of fucking, you know, sometimes I have to pee a lot. And... Oh, it's unacceptable. What's unacceptable? That I sit down and pee sometimes? Yeah. No, that's the only way to pee at home. Unless you have a urinal. Dude, I want it to splashes, man. They, they've done studies. I've seen the studies. It splashes out. It, the little, splashes out. You get, if you're standing and peeing down into the water of the toilet, oh, yeah, dude, that splashes out. That's what the toilet seat's there to hold it up. No, it does not, it does not work. How fucking hard and fast are you guys pissing? It's just gravity. It's your height. I piss piss with the thunder. Gee, apparently. (laughs) Got an angry piss. 
Got to get it out fast. I guess so. Damn. Hey, you want to hear a song? Okay. This is one of the songs that, uh, the monster songs. called Cenobites. Oh, That was appropriate. Uh, absolutely. A little spoiler alert. You're jumping ahead, my friend. Yeah, a little bit. Just wanted to get away with a fucking toilet talk. <laughs> oh, you did? Okay. <laughs> Give us something. Because um, we don't got extras. We don't got any extras to talk about. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. I just remember. Oh, all right. What'd you speaking got? of extras, on Friday night, uh, Peacock released at 5 p.m. the new Halloween movie, Halloween End. Oh, that's right. You mentioned that. Yeah. I did not so see I, it. Yeah, that came out. And uh, speaking of shit... Um, they fucking dropped the ball on this one, man. Oh, like no. I don't think they knew what the fuck they were doing with this franchise, this trilogy. I figured the first one they could have ended on Halloween 2018, that would have been it. It did so well. I'm sure some producer assholes probably like, hey, 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 we, we got we to gotta, we gotta make two more. We got to make a trilogy. You got to make more. What? Why? We don't have a story. Fucking hurry up. Do it, right? The saga of Michael Myers and Laurie Strode comes to a spine-chilling climax in this final installment of this trilogy. Got a five point one on IMDb right now. Oh no! Well, movie. the last one wasn't great. That's the other problem. So Halloween ends on Rotten Tomato has a forty one percent. So, so this is the problem. My twenty eighteen was like, okay, that was cool. You know, excited. I'm Michael Myers back in between. You know, um, sequel to the first one. All right, cool. Kills comes out and everyone's like, oh, what? It just took off the whole steam out of the like, five point five excitement yeah. for kills. Yeah, Halloween kills. Yeah. So Halloween. The remake got a 6.5 on IMDb. How do you natural? Yeah. Halloween Kills got a 5.5. Mm. And as you said, Halloween Ends has got a 5.1. Yeah, it just keeps so getting lower and lower. Oh, yeah. It's just they do all the trailers, all the posters. It's Michael and Lori, right? Michael and Lori, their final bat- battle, right? Halloween Ends, Halloween Ends, right? I didn't see any trailer, but I watched the trailer afterwards, and that's all they were showing, you know? Easter, going to go out. It's finally going to end, right? Um, I'm like, hey, crew, the new one's out. You want to watch it? You know? And he's like, yeah, sure. So I put it in, and we're like, first uh, first half, like the first, like, op- before the opening credits come on, um, we're introduced to a new character. I'm like, who the fuck is this? Some male babysitter. I'm like, all right, sweet. Michael's new target, or what the fuck? Uh, he accidentally kills a kid. It's been the baby, and doesn't spoil anything. And then he goes to, uh, like, jail, Drew, or some bullshit. Comes back, and then the town hates him because, you know, they think he's a killer, yada, yada. And we're like, who the fuck is this kid? It's a third of it's a trilogy. It's a third in the, in the franchise, and we're getting introduced to a new character. What the fuck's going on? I kept pausing it twenty minutes, in, thirty minutes, and forty minutes. I'm like, "Where's Michael? Where the fuck's Michael? Motherfucker <laughs> was living in the sewer for four years." Um, we don't see him towards the end. I'm not. I'm gonna. I don't care. I'm gonna spoil it because yeah, y'all ain't gonna see it. Ain't nobody nope. gonna see it. You do see it. It's just have mercy on your soul. So I'll save the trouble. And what's funny is some reviews like oh, they're liking it, enjoying it, and like, "Oh, it's different." It's this and that. It's like no. It's fucking. Let's, let's call it what it is, man. Um, it was bad. The crew were scratching our heads watching. Well, what the what? What? And I remember I go, crew, remember in this one? He goes, no, which one? Because there's so many Halloween movies. Could I have to, could I right. say original? Then I have to say 2018. And I go kills. He goes, honestly, I don't remember. I don't remember. Or characters would come up and he's like, what? Why? What? 
He said, why are they doing this? And I'm like, I don't know. Literally spent like a hundred minutes with this new character. And then he tries to kill himself. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? What's the arc with this kid? Are we, what, what, what's the whole purpose that he's just going to kill himself? I'm like, what? And Michael's like a little bitch. They love, this kid beats him up in this, and, and sewer. I'm like, I was hoping a splinter would come out or fucking one of the ninja trolls would make it a little more exciting that, you know, he was training to be a ninja with them. Uh, something, man. It's like. Ninja kick the damn rabbit. Do something. Something, <laughs> man, would have been fucking cool. So, like, at the last, like, 20, 20 minutes, we finally get the showdown we were looking for, right? And it's just kind of like, what? What is this? It feels like, you know, like I said, somebody was handed this project and they had to finish it and they didn't even know what, what to do, you know? They quickly write it and make it. And it, it is a shame because it's like, and was like, oh, it's Laurie Strode. It's Jamie Lee Curse's last time playing Laurie Strode. And it's like, man, it's, it's, yeah, it's bad. So, um, I remember my buddy Scott had saw a premiere of it like the week before and he literally just like, it's, it's shit, dude. It's talk shit. It's the words. It sucks. I'm like, what? That sucks. And his friend in the background, it was the funniest thing. He's like, he's, uh, he's like walking in from somewhere and they finally see him and they're like, hey, Steven, what, what do you think of the movie? And I hear in the background, it stinks or it sucks. <laughs> like just from the just the way he said it from the back, he didn't even like like second guess it. He didn't think, of, oh, this was like I feel like I didn't. It's like no, everyone just fucking hated it, and it's bad, dude. So I have no problem giving a fucking gold. This is awesome. Oh, no, that sucks. Yeah. yeah, it's so bad. Tony doesn't want to play the, the same. Yeah, he's so like, Fuck you. yeah, he ain't even here. Yep. Oh, so there he is. <laughs> It it glitched out. I didn't catch a lot of what you just said. Tony's <laughs> trying to like fix himself. He's trying to put it out really quick so it won't it won't play. Uh, I'm you played a PJ Souls a boogie a Halloween uh, actress. When I'm talking about Halloween, oh, it's yeah. funny. So I'm guessing it was a waste. Yeah, uh, what? Hey, a pile of shit. Pile of oh, shit. Dang. Dang. Yeah. yeah, dude. And what's funny is Scott sent me a gif when we were talking about it again. And he sent me that gift for Goldman walking up to the shit. And literally told me, you know, that's our review. That's our review for the worst uh, movie. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, nice. oh, it is. Goes, yeah, well, that's what I think of it. I'm like, oh. Ooh. Yeah, dude, that sucked, man. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess that's more. It's on Peacock. Yeah, exactly. That's why he went to the theater. Well, they go in the theater at the same time. which is Oh, awesome. it did? Yeah. Well, will the remake of Pinhead do any better? Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Tune in. Ooh. Yeah. You should have done it in the Crew Keeper voice. Oh, right. What? You know what he sounds like, right? That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't terrible. It wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. That was beautiful, Harley. It was. Right? <laughs> it was. It was beautiful, Harley. It's beautiful, man. You should be Thank proud you. of yourself. Thank you. Fuck you. Yeah. Man. Well, man, it, 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 since it is October, you know, we're keeping these things moving. And in... And, and, Disney brought out some cool little short, right, Tony? Talk, tell them about it. Yeah, the uh, the werewolf thing. Um, yeah, I saw it by like, night, fifty two minutes. Right, it was an hour long. It says TV special. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Um, let me see. I, I watched it two weeks <laughs> ago. Uh, it was all black and white. Uh, which is really cool. Which is yeah, it was really at, like atmosphere. Even the opening credits, like old Universal's uh, right, movie, was right, cool. yeah, like the, nor- the the normal Marvel, but it's in, in, like the Marvel logo, yeah, but awesome. with the old school monsters, yes. playing on it it's instead just, of yeah. the comic book. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, what was it called again? Wolf at Night, something. 
Oh, um, you mean uh, Gail Garcia Bernal? You mean the yeah, that, what's yeah. that guy's? Because uh, I recognize the guy. I was like, oh, it's this guy. All right, all mm-hmm. right, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and it's like like the premise was kind of neat. Uh, just yeah, they're like uh, there were monster hunters and they're passing. Uh, there's some stone. I don't know if there's like if there's a if that's like an Easter egg or if it's known what that's the bloodstone supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, it might be some yeah from the comics, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, like I didn't recognize it, but you know the idea is like the, the bloodstone needs to be passed on to the next hunter of monsters, and they all come together to see who who wins the next uh, who who gets it, who gets to be the next leader after the main one died or whatever. Yeah. I was like, cool, cool premise. All right, yeah, mm-hmm. they're getting they they did do a hunt and they have to hunt a monster that night uh, and and. I was like, yeah, all right, that, that that's kind of cool. I like it's kind of like, um, uh, it's got uh, what, what was the? Uh, I don't remember any of the name of shit, but it it was like an old school feel to it. It wasn't. It it felt like like it was an older, uh, almost cringy type of acting, but because it was black and white, it just worked. Uh, like like the old lady, she just like was over the top in the way she was acting. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, like yeah. like she was she was like like presenting as like oh it's this and that and then they like animated his corpse. <laughs> I don't know. Are we gonna spoil this? Like how much are we gonna talk oh, about? Yeah, it? I don't think so, no. Uh, I was just like I was just like the the, the way they the they were presenting it. It was just like it was funny. It's like, but it it fit. It fit. Oh yeah, and we get, get man thing. I don't know all the characters. The big green dude with the tentacles. Well, it's black and white, but. Uh, I, I watched a video of a special effects and it's the, the big, the Kalutha looking thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that that was thing, a, yeah. I didn't know that it was, he was a, an actual oh, yeah. named, of course yeah, it's a named guy. Thing. Of course it is. Yeah. yeah. I just don't, I just don't know them all. But even without knowing him, it was cool. It was a cool character. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was fun, man. It's really cool. It's just different and like, um, I could have seen like it, it could have been a cool full length. It would have been cool, um, but yeah, everyone that's involved in like um, uh, the guys I was like um, got the book from recently. Howard Berger, him and his team worked on it, so they were all uh, showing behind the scenes stuff on their Instagram and everything. It was really cool. Um, yeah, like I said, you get this group of monster hunters in the very beginning, Harley, and they're all uh, get get this mission done. You know, like I said, they get the stone afterwards, and uh, and then. Um, you go from there trying to figure it out. And like I said, it's got this old school feel with the black and white. It's like an old timey movie. And uh, mm-hmm. one of the actors too, the big guy with the beard and the, and uh, the nose ring, Tony, mm-hmm. he's like yeah. a special effects artist. Oh, okay. Um, Kirk R. Kirk R. Thatcher. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, and yeah, it's just a different movie. Like, and there's like some kills and scares and everything for like a Disney plus. I was like, surprised. Yeah. Weren't you told that when you're watching it, right? But it was black and white. Oh, so like, it's not really blood. You can't get away with it. You know, it's yeah. just chocolate sauce. <laughs> exactly. Um, but what was cool too was like um uh the the transformation and the and the, and the subtle look of it too. The know? shadows. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, using the shadows like that was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And kind of it reminds me of that part in She Hook where it's like, Can you turn can you change off camera so we don't <laughs> Right. Or special effects. <laughs> yeah, those tropes really ran out of budget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I thought it was cool. Yeah, uh, without without spoiling yeah, too much. I totally recommend it for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's it's First just an hour. Watch like, on the Halloween, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, we're by night on Disney Plus. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You want something? You, you need to watch something. 
absolutely. If you want something different or want something to watch, you know, this this month, you know, in October, it's it's perfect. Add to your list. Anything else? Did you guys see anything? Like I said, we finished this. We've uh, been watching the i mean game of thrones uh, or not game of thrones mm-hmm. but the dragon house of the dragon uh andor she hulk uh the great british bake-off they had mexican week huh. have you guys been you guys watch that at all uh-uh. so it's a baking show it's a british baking show and every okay. week they have you know it's a it's a bunch of contestants and you know they get eliminated every week blah 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 um and every week it's a theme so one week they'll have cake week, another week they'll have biscuits, and then bread week. Well, they had a Mexican week, um, and that's it, it. Got a lot of flack for it, um, like being insensitive and like not pronouncing the names right, saying tortilla uh, and saying pic- no, they did not piccato de gallo. <laughs> no, but I'm they like, did not. But but for me, I'm like. They're fucking British. What do you expect? <laughs> like, right. like, they're they're not pronouncing any of the Japanese names right, or the you know all all the other cuisines. So part of me is like, whatever. But the the right. thing that I was upset about the most, because so so the first one, the the so they have three three uh, plates that they have to make. First one was a concha, so they had to make a concha. That was cool. Uh, the last one was a tres leches. Uh, but they had to make it a, like a tiered cake. And it's like, holy crap, like that doesn't work. Like a tres leches is like soaked, mm-hmm. right? You do with more right. than two layers and it, it's, it's just, fall, it falls apart. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm like, okay, fine. They have to make, they have to do something different. The, their second plate that they had to make for baking, right? It's called the baking show. They had to make tacos. Sorry, oh. ta- tacos. <laughs> No, they did not. Tacos. Yeah, <laughs> it's hilarious. No, it's just it's, yeah. It's so it's so funny hearing them say tacos, oh, and and they had to cook the tacos on the pan, and like nothing went into the fucking oven. Like they did a big shit. So anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm like, hey, you know what? British people are getting exposed to Mexican cuisine, like Mexican baking, a little bit, you know. So. That's fine. Like I, 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 don't, I didn't mind it. There was a bunch of people that. Um, it feels like there's maybe like SJWs that are like throwing up a stink about it. Um, like Mexican people are like, eh, whatever. But at the beginning, now this part that that it, it was slightly in poor taste. They were dressed up in ponchos and mm-hmm. Spanish sombreros, like with the little balls at the end, not what? Mexican sombreros. Yeah. <laughs> and they joked. They said, uh, um. Do you think we should make a, jo- a Mexican joke at all? And they said, "No, I don't even think we should make Juan." Yeah, crickets. <laughs> I'm not going to have any part of this conversation. For <laughs> uh, yeah, but, it, but we, we love we love watching the British baking show. Uh, it's okay. it's our it's our time to we we always buy try to buy treats or foods that match the theme for the week oh, and we'll yeah. eat it like while watching it on Friday night. Oh, right on. So yeah. yeah, it's kind of fun. That's cool. Uh, what, so, so that's, yeah, that's the baking show, but that's still going. It's, it's super popular. Though, yeah. Kid yeah, and, uh, yeah. The kid and wife watched the great, great British breaking yeah. off. Cool. I wonder why that stands out. There's other baking shows on TV. Why is that one so popular? Why is that one? Good so question. Popular? I don't know. You know, it's um i think part of it is because it's it's the requirements are that they're amateurs like you're not allowed to have any 
um, schooling within the last like five years or something like that. Like you're not allowed to be making money off of it. You can't be professional. Um, so I think it, it, it has, you have to be an amateur, but still good. Like you have to be, it has to be a hobby. Um, you just can't make money off of it and you can't have had schooling. You know, you could, you could have training, but not like a, like a certificate or have gone to school for it or something like that. Um, so it basically it's open to anybody. It's open to, to regular people is, is I think one of the big appeals. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I, I, I don't watch, I, I've watched other baking shows and they're not, yeah. yeah, they're not as, as, um, as fun to watch. Maybe just the format. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, how does that, how does that one stand out as much, you know? So it's like, just their actions. <laughs> yeah. Well, well and, and it's, yeah, they, they have a format, uh, of like, they have a, a signature, they, they call it the signature, a technical and a showstopper. The signature is like, they get to make something that, that's their own. Um, and then the technical, they assign something to make, um, and it's really difficult. And then the showstopper is another. It's supposed to be like show your creative side or make something that's a showstopper, right? Like make, make it fancy or whatever. Right. But that still fits the theme, and they give them constraints for each um, for each bake. Uh, it's a, so part of that, like you, you you're familiar with how every episode is going to go. It's like, okay, they're going to do this. They're going to do this. They're going to do this. Then they're going to, they're, they're going to uh, blind taste this thing. They're going to evaluate this and then they're going to kick somebody off. And I don't, I don't know. I, 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 there's one other baking show that I watched uh, a part of that was kind of fun. They had to make um, they a baker teamed up with an engineer and they would have to make a robot out of baking materials. So they, they would be allowed like a base, uh, like a metal base or whatever, but then they have to build the rest of it out of baking stuff. So cookies or, or a cake or whatever. And then they'd have to navigate the robot with a remote control across a, a obstacle course and deliver whatever the bake is to the, at the end of the obstacle course. I'm like, that's pretty cool. You know, that's different. Um, but like, it's still not the same. So it didn't have the same appeal. Mm. Now, is there a host on that show too? Like, uh, yes, there's a bunch of them. There's a couple right. of them. Well, some they, of the body judges, like, but they just, uh, yeah, they don't. They're like random commentators. Well, they're pro. I mean, they, you know, they, uh, I, I figure they. It's got to be something with the with the host or just the way. Yeah, the obviously works. Well, it's obviously work. Yeah, I mean, fucking MCP's watching. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey, real quick, I, before I forget, I can't. I can't. On October fourteenth, um, Ted White had passed away. Stuntman who worked on Reminding the Stone Escape from um, New York. He was uh, the stuntman, and Hollow and Friday the Thirteenth, the final chapter. He oh. was uh, Jason Voorhees. So that's um, unfortunate. Another one passed away. He was All so right. nice. I had done a video where I met him at um, Dark Delicacies. He did a signing. I remember calling Tony. Go, hey, I need a title for the episode. He goes, Call it Chasing Jason. I'm like, perfect. It's still one of my highest watch. One of my highest watch videos. What? And, uh, nice. Yeah, he was so cool, man. He ninety uh, six. Yeah, dude. Damn, it's a good run. Yeah, it was a really yeah. good run. Yeah, sweetest guy, nice guy. I talk, take this time with everybody. Um, you know, tell stories, and I mean, how, you know, true. Dude, think about it. he's worked on Roadhouse, Escape from New York, Romance of the Stone, Starman. He's worked on a bunch of stuff. And, and uh, yeah, man, the horror community, it was on Friday, the, the first night of Palooza, so it was kind of um, somber because, like, oh, that sucks. That's where, you know, I, um, 
and then the second time when he was signing, uh, when he was signing one of Scott's albums. But I had to, I had to mention that he had passed. But there was another guy too, the dude from Harry Potter. What's his name? Oh, oh yeah, the Hagrid guy. guy. Right. Yeah, yeah, Hagrid, right? Yep. Shout out his real name because. Yeah, uh, no, that's that can't be right. Robbie Coltrane. Yeah. Is that it is? Yeah, Robbie Coltrane. Okay. Beloved actor yeah. who played Hagrid in Harry Potter. He wasn't. He 72. was in the early 70s. Yeah, 72. 72. He um, passed on Friday. Right, no, died on Friday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, Rob, yeah Robbie Coltrane. Yeah, Hagrid. He only said, you're a wizard, Harry. Um, right. <laughs> and then there was another one, too. Angela Lansbury, too, right? Angela Lansbury died from uh, mm-hmm. she... Uh, she's all that. No, uh, fuck was that? Murder she wrote. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. Crazy, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that people. Well, I mean, yeah, that's the 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 more the the further we go, the more people that we're probably familiar with are going to start passing. You know? Oh yeah, for sure. Not I crazy mean, that they die, but I mean, crazy like yeah, they were getting older and and uh, we're noticing more that you know. All the stars are, are, are gone, so it's like, yeah, it's it's reality, you know. Right, but like, at, at what age did you start paying attention to people's names? You know, like uh, celebrities and, and and actors and all that. That you know, the, so the older you get, the more you're absorbing all those names, so you're going to recognize more people. Like I don't recognize this. And, <laughs> like, I don't. Right. Well, right. Like, Angela Oh, and especially if you're in, like, yeah, for you, you're a fan. You you probably know these people because you researched them. She was in Virgin the Broomsticks or some Disney movie like that. Mm-hmm. Is that a movie? The Broomsticks or something like that? Theater, television, film. Right. Oh, Ben Knobs and Broomsticks and Beyond. Oh, I remember that. Remember that movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Angela Lansbury. She was in it. I know nothing. <laughs> Never heard of her, huh? Remember that show, Murder She Wrote? I heard. I, I know, remember my mom watched it when I was a kid. I know the name of the show, but yeah, I don't. I, know, I don't know the name. Oh shit! She was born October sixteenth. She, she almost she almost made it to her birthday. Whoa! Oh, Today's her birthday. Oh weird! Yeah, yeah she died October eleventh. There's gotta be. A she, name was 90, she was ninety. She was ninety six. She had a great run too. Yeah, ninety six. That's no joke for sure. Yeah. I'd be I'd be very happy to make ninety six. Mm-hmm. Well, rest in peace, man. R.I.P. I really like corn. What do you like about? Corn? <laughs> I really like corn. Whoops, <laughs> that's what that is. The button said it's corn. I was like, that might be funny. Okay, there you go. I think it's I think it's a drop from What's that. What's up with uh, corn? Why does that? Why does? Have you have you, you haven't you oh, haven't heard I about saw the kid? Movie. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh hey, all right. Hey, he's back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I swear, Tony lives like in Roger Rabbit. <laughs> yes. Tony push something. It's just zany and shit. Right. <laughs> That shit was like that one. That was, that was, that was, <laughs> that was great. <laughs> but look, Tony, you can't fucking make Harley laugh, though. Oh, no, I'm chuckling. I'm laughing. No, you're not. Look at yeah, you. 
You were trying to be a hard ass. Look at you. So, oh, you guys were curious what I saw. Yeah, go for it. All right. <laughs> uh, it was a documentary. It was called. Uh, it's on Netflix. It's called Trainwreck. The nineteen ninety nine. Is art in it? <laughs> what? Oh, no, no, no. It's a documentary on the nineteen ninety nine Woodstock that was in Rome. Did right. you that, Tony? Oh, did you? I didn't. I thought I swore I'd talk about that. I don't remember you doing that. I didn't you talk sure about did. it. Fon- I did. Fonzo uh, talked about it, but there's it's two. Possibly you did, and, and it, yeah, we just weren't paying attention. But uh, well, and it was right up your wheelhouse because you were a huge corn and Limp Biscuit in uh, that. Yes, sir. That back then, so like you would have been loving it. Uh, and then, f- ironically, one of my coworkers lives in Rome, New York. So he was talking about it, and he's you know grown up, so he remembered it. But um, it's good. It's a three parter, you know, so it's three hours, and each day covers one day. And uh, yeah, it was a clusterfuck. Yeah, it was just a combination <laughs> of. A couple different things, but you can really see the promoters drop the ball on producing it and 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 having enough um, humanity, <laughs> like <laughs> the water and the porta potties and the trash and the food and the and you just got a bunch of. I I thought Fonzo, I'm sure you remember this, but I thought it was interesting. It was very compelling how when Limp Biscuit gets on. And they're like, you know, one of their biggest songs is Break Something. Uh-huh. And I remember uh, Tyler Durst, Tyler, not Tyler Durden, that's Fight Club. Uh, Durst, what's his first name? I can't think of his first name now. Is it Tyler? It doesn't matter. Anyways. For who? From Limp Biscuit. Who's the lead singer for Limp Biscuit? Fred Durst. Fred Durst. I was, for some reason, I had Tyler stuck in my head. But I was... I was confusing him with, with, uh, uh, yeah. So, anyways, uh, when he's telling the crowd to break something, <laughs> and they're like, much obliged, and they start destroying the place. And then, and then all of a sudden, the promoter's like, what are you doing? You can't do that. You're inciting a riot. And the motherfucker's like, this is what you hired me to do, is sing this song, right? Like, what the fuck did you think he was going to do? What did you think Corn was going to do? What did you think Red Hot Chili Peppers were going to do? They were going to fucking rock out. That's what they fucking do. They did exactly what you hired them to do. You just didn't know that the audience was going to listen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, I, it's a combination where I, I certainly partly blame the audience for, you know, doing stupid shit. You know, it's like, like looting and rioting, right? It's like, come on, man. Uh, but at the same time, I can see why they did it. And if I was in their shoes and I was that age, I'd probably be right next to them, tearing <laughs> the motherfucker down. So, um, yeah, from a documentary standpoint, it was very well done. So, yeah, I guess nice. it's a high dollar. Hopefully, my um, my review is a little bit more interesting than Fonzo's. <laughs> way better. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sure your review was fabulous. I just and maybe that's what. No, no, it was just like yeah. I mean, I mean, well, that's spoiling it. You'd have to just watch right. it. I mean, it's just a shenanigans. 
investigate the fucking the way they handled it. Um, uh, the portal potties everywhere. The fucking like, oh, it's, it's oh, the water's running. It's a gross. I think it's mud. But it's a, are you really swimming in mud? I mean, it's like just running out of water. I mean, it's just yeah, it's fucking surprising. Surprised no one really died. You know, it's it was just uh, right. They're camping up like really, dude, yeah. really surprising. Yeah. And look, there's, I mean, do you see that scene of the crowd with the fire and like, um, <laughs> Dude, breaking buckles? Yeah, it's like Mad Max. Fiercely. It's crazy. Witness. <laughs> you know, well, it's crazy. Like that, no one died in that, but like in Travis Scott, like what, five, six when people died? It's like crazy. Right. Yeah. But that's a good doctor for sure. Yeah. All right, all right. Anything else then? That's it, right? We got it all covered. Yeah, did we talk She-Hulk real quick? Or? Sure, we could talk She-Hulk. Like the finale, you like the finale? Like the uh, I liked it. I, I I liked the 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 fourth wall breaking thing that they had going on. I was yeah. I was down with it. So yeah, uh, yeah, I was a fan of the whole show, the series. I like the actress. I think she's really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like when she uh, <laughs> there was that one joke she said about um, about smashing something. And it shows the camera. Sometimes, sometimes Matt Murdock. I was like, "What?" Uh, I was like, yep, I was like, yep. I like this girl. She's, she's hilarious. <laughs> that joke got me. Uh-huh. I thought she was funny. Wow. Uh, and she threw that question about a certain group of characters. I was like, "Okay, I like that." Uh-huh. I like how they. Were she's like, "I got you Kevin. guys. I got you. I know what you want. I got you." <laughs> yep. Uh, Kevin Feige, they made oh. it cute. Awesome little. Is that a spoiler? Nah. I mean, it, if you haven't seen it, 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 I would, I would say it's a spoiler because it's a cool, like, Easter egg type thing. For sure. Um, but it was, it was well done. Uh, I thought it was cool. If you recognize it, um, it's really satisfying to get to 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 see it. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the show was fun. The show was just fun. It was lighthearted. It wasn't too exactly. It, That's what I'm talking about. It. Yeah. Yeah. It was different, you know. It was different. I like that she in that last episode. She just she just like calls it out. She's like, "What? This is so dumb. What? This guy's showing up. That guy's showing up. He's doing this. He's shooting up that." Like she's like, "Wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, it was yeah. interesting how they they turned the Hulk into a comedic component to the MCU, and they introduced it. Correct me if I'm wrong, but when Thor Ragnarok came out. All of a sudden, the Hulk is now part of the comedic vision of, and so obviously Thor too. Um, and we saw that, wasn't it in Endgame where it was still Fat Thor and he was like chilling with what's his name from Guardians of the Galaxy and he's like, he's sloppy or something like, there's a comedic element to Thor in, in right, Endgame. Right. Like crazy right. or? Like, yeah. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's there. Um, so, you're saying it's it's crazy that they're bringing comedy into it? No, no, no. I, it, it's interesting that they are, you know, they've played it straight up until that point. And so how do you continue on the MCU with a comedic? You're going to have to introduce some of these characters. And who, you know, ironically, the Hulk is about trying to keep his calm, right? So right. in some way, and, and we've seen two solo movies of the Hulk, and of course they were all very straight, very serious. Um, it, it's fine. I, I didn't have a problem with it. I, I enjoyed Thor Ragnarok. Um, but now they're, you know, 
they're making a television show and and he's how much is um the the male hulk in she-hulk the show like how much screen time does five get three (laughs) percent like it's like a lot of screen time in the first episode and then Nothing in the rest. Rest of the season. Oh, okay, okay. So he's not in it a lot. No, no. Like in the okay. first episode, he's like big, big part of it, and then in the rest of the season, he's just a cameo in like oh. one episode. Oh, okay. So it truly is She-Hulk and not right, right. She-Hulk. And that's part of the that's part of the gimmick. She's like, no, this is a show about me. Focus on me. Like she's like breaking that fourth wall. She's like saying, like, this show is called She-Hulk. Stop! Like this is about me. Stop talking about him. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. it's cool. Like it's played up. Fair it's on. called out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, like I said, that one joke reference earlier, where they're like, uh, "Okay, can you transform back to normal?" So you know, off screen. So we have to pay for the budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we so we, re- we went like over that, budget yeah. on our graphics department. So can you transform yeah. back when the camera's <laughs> off? Like now, go do it now. <laughs> yeah, and they go away, come back, and she's got normal. It's like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, she looks fun, man. Yeah, it's just it was fun and lighthearted. Yeah, minutes in, it's just yeah. From all the other stuff, you know, it's like uh, just an easy, easy watch. You know, from all the characters around too are are awesome. Like her friend, you know, her dad. Yeah, it's great. Well, and I feel like that's really what Disney is shooting for. Is this like it's really easy to watch? Yeah, there's just steady stream of it every week. It's a new, you know, Star Wars Mm -hmm. or or MCU. Um, there's just, I mean, yeah, between those two franchises, it's like, there's always a new, you know, something to watch. And it's like, you, you hear the same sort of review, like, yeah, it was easy. It's good. It's fun. It was funny. It was good. It's fun. What'd you think of, uh, the social commentary part of it? I know you ain't talking to me. Nope. (laughs) What do you mean? Like, the. Well, like, it's a female, you know, lawyer running, mm-hmm. you know, trying to, in, in a male-dominated business, male lawyers, you know, uh, outnumber yeah, female lawyers. You know what I mean? Like, there's a, there was a lot of little social commentary about that aspect of even just the female to female superhero trying to live in a male-dominated superhero, you know, world. And, and uh, that, you know... The, the the female rage thing that was that was kind of talked about and, and it's yeah, like there's, there's yeah, little social that. commentary things that that they just kind of like touch on yeah you kind of kind of can't really avoid it right i mean it's going to be brought up if not in a joke or in a certain clever way and during the script because like you know uh she's got to raise somehow right um but they i think they established that early right that um like, oh, that's, at one point, they're talking to a friend, or she's talking to somebody, right, and like, right. that's always a girl's life. What are you talking about, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, and like, slut-shaming, that that was a big part of the show. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's, I think that it was not too too in your face. I think that's the, the, the main thing that, like, it was, they touched on it, and they, they had, they addressed the social commentary, but it still felt lighthearted. It still felt like a lighthearted show. Mm-hmm. It did, yeah. I mean, that, and that wasn't like, uh, Throwing in your face like every time, or right. If he was a big plot point, so it was just you know can't be ignored. And I mean, she mm-hmm. is a female; she is She Hulk. So right. That's the, the, yeah, they touched on like revenge porn that women have to deal with a lot. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she stays barefoot in the kitchen. Everything's all good. 
Hey, raise some hell. <laughs> I don't have a hell song. I didn't close my. Yeah, homework music. I'll just do the normal homework music. Is this your homework? Is this your homework? Is this your homework? Is this yours, Larry? Is this your homework? Is this your homework? We know that this is your homework. We know that this is your homework. I chose a homework since it is October, keeping this spooky month going. A take on Clive Barker's 1987 horror classic where a young woman struggling with addiction comes into possession of an ancient puzzle box unaware that its purpose is to summon the Cenobites. Directed by David Bruckner. Well, writers, I see David Hoyer. It's a screen story by. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And actors actually not too familiar with. So. I'm not familiar with any of these. Yeah, it seemed yeah. like they were all new. So it was cool, kind of refreshing. Um, yeah, how how um, how many times have you guys ever watched the first Hellraiser? Like, Zero. Oh, I I oh, seen it wow. a couple times actually. Okay. Um, I saw it when I was young, too young to see it. And I think Hellraiser was uh, Clive Barker was very dark, and I think out of the if you want to make this part of the four uh you know horror uh suspense horror thriller movies you know nightmare on elm street friday the 13th halloween and hellraiser i feel like those are the four big players i feel like hellraiser was the most goriest slash darkest like um i i remember the first one being very like a lot of sex in it um a lot of innuendo like the most grown up of the, it was the the other three were more slashers and Hellraiser was more, you know, ironically like you would nowadays you'd almost call it like torture porn, right? When Saw right. franchise made this kind of, and so um, so yeah, I'd seen I'd seen the first one and then I remember seeing it as like an adult and thinking like eh, this actually holds up pretty well, like, um, and I'd seen all the sequels, you know, I don't remember anything about them. I do remember one of the the Chilobites, Silobites, whatever the fuck they're called, uh, with like CDs. Chilobites? Chilobuffs? Oh, man, he's made a new drop. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's crazy shit. Wow. Cenobites. Um, Cenobites. Yes, Cenobites. Um, I, like I remember Buffs, there was man. one Cenobite that had like CDs sticking out his head. That was like, I think it was like the Open the bus. Just, just do it. Do it. <laughs> just do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so That's I was actually nice like, I was like happily going to watch this. Okay. Wow. This. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm down. Cool. All right. I think I saw a trailer. Yeah. So, well, I'm curious to hear Tony's take because this is his first journey into the world of a Hellraiser and Cenobites and the Puzzle Box. Yeah. Yeah, like I mean, I knew about the Puzzle Box. I knew about Hellraiser. I saw, you know, we saw uh, 
uh cabin in the woods that was you know i i recognized the yeah. you know the homage to it uh mm-hmm. so i knew about it um and i had an idea of it i've read about it um i even think i've seen scenes from the original hell hellraiser uh, i just never Probably saw it the, from beginning to end yeah um i was gonna watch it completely by myself but we ended up just having a lazy day like I was going to work and have it in the background, but we just never left the couch after watching the extra credit. Uh, so I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm just going to put this on. You can close your eyes <laughs> at, at, at the scenes, uh, to Laney. Um, but, uh, it started off, uh, let's see. How do, how do I want to, I, I mean, I kind of want to just, I liked it. I, I enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed it. Um, putting around the bush. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like I, I don't want to. I don't want to pull a Harley and be like, yeah, no, well, yeah, I didn't like it, but didn't like it. Uh, it's really well. Yeah, it's, like, it's it's a really well done movie for sure. It's so well done, and like uh, mm-hmm. the I, I was talking, Lena and I were talking about how um, you you use uh, teens in movies because the dumb decisions you can believe that they make dumb decisions you know yeah, and like yeah, like in this right. movie we had the uh just like at jason's full count Borges, like how many dumb teenagers in the woods did he kill exactly yeah. exactly but it's like if you have a you know 40 year old like you're like they're not gonna you're like no they're they would never make that mistake you know they would never go they would never do that but teenagers you're kind of like okay yeah fucking stupid teenagers um, and so that's what we kind of had with this one. They started off with, uh, like the junkie, uh, kind of loser, you know, and then, well, actually, we didn't start off with that. We started off with the rich scene, uh, right. you know, the, the wealthy scene, just setting up, you know, setting up that, that scene. What to expect, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the main, the main character, main protagonist, um, she's a recovering, um, addict and she's kind of like, has no job you can you know, like the brother's kicking her out of the house she's you know just obviously not good at making decisions in her life and so when she gets her hands on the puzzle box she's not going to make good decisions with that either or at least you're it's more believable when she makes mistakes or, or, or the even the people around her i felt th- this is a tough one and hmm. i'm only going to interrupt because i i, I feel like I do have something productive to add to exactly what you're saying because I felt this while I was watching the movie. And that is, these are dumb teenagers, right? Maybe early 20s. But I really felt like that's what, if if Hellraiser was happening, right? If fucking Pinhead was coming to life. Like, most of these decisions that these kids are making, I feel like, you would in real life. Like, it all felt as believable as a Hellraiser movie could be, mm-hmm. right? And that really helps the the movie. That I think that really helps films when, when you, no matter how, you know, crazy the plot is, right, how fantasy it can be, or science fiction, if characters are doing shit that completely negates common sense or reality... It just can cannot pull you out of it. And I thought well, I this mean, one, this movie had did shit that made sense. Uh, there was a couple of moments where I'm like, "Well, that was dumb. Why would they do that?" Right. I mean, they, you know, again, it's but I'm like, yeah, that's pinhead, right? They, you know. it's well, it's kids. Like, like you, you, you know, this puzzle box has a secret little fucking knife that flicks out and you know and stabs you. It's got a little Chucky knife, you know. It's like tiny. Um, 
and <laughs> and you you <laughs> wrestle over. an old lady with it like why would you do that why would you wrestle an old lady like uh, right. like like little little things like that i'm like oh right. yeah she's she's a, she's dumb she's making a dumb decision so there are moments where i had like no but then i'm like yeah okay yeah she probably that that girl she would probably make that yes i believe that she would that that's she she thinks that that's the best decision to do in that moment um so yeah uh, but that there is a lot to be said about that as it pulls you out of the movie if you don't believe the decisions people make that it wouldn't happen and this i i I never got pulled out of this movie uh other than a couple times but i got sucked right back in you said you never got pulled. I know. Away I, I never got pulled movie. out. I just I got paused. I was like, "What? Why would you do that? Why would you wrestle?" And I was like, "Ah, she'd probably wrestle." Yeah. And then I got. I'm right back in the movie. Oh, I thought you were doing a pull away. I did feel a sense of slowdown in the second act, where I was like, "I was like, all right, keep it moving. Show me some action. Show me some." And it's really, really dark. Like, turn the brightness up on your TV. Close your, you know, do watch it at night. Like it's really, really dark. Even in the dark, some of the scenes are hard to make out, which is a shame because I thought the special effects were really, yeah, it looked good. pretty good, yeah. dude. They, so maybe they were covering up some of the budget with just the overall darkness. Felt like they could have just turned up the brightness just a smidge. Um, it was a little dark, yeah. Yeah, I tried watching in the morning one time. I'm like, God, this movie's too dark. I can't watch this. <laughs> yeah, right exactly. Like I said, there's it, it. It's a full two hours, which is kind of unique, and I think ultimately it's fine. But you have to kind of expect it's kind of a slow burn a little bit. You get you get a little bit of excitement right at the beginning, and then, like I said, like halfway through the second act, it, it kind of there's it, it, and then there's a really long third act when they get to the mansion and right. like that, I feel like the third act prop maybe could have trimmed like, you know, five to 10 minutes out of it. Um, but you know, I, like you had said, I thought they did a really, it's really properly made. Like the editing, the directing, like it's well made all things, you know, considering it's a fucking, you know, made for Hulu Hellraiser remake kind of thing with a bunch of no name actors and, the performances were very compelling. I had no problem with the, the, especially when they're yelling at each other about you know missing this, and missing that, and and so I struggled with just enjoying it in the sense of it's just so heavy. It's so dark, not dark as in like color dark, but dark as in tone. And the, the graphic nature of horror movies these days is difficult for me to watch. Like, um, you know, we just watched um, The Cabin in the Woods, and at the end, it's bananas. And I I really, like, it, that didn't I didn't struggle with that, right? This one, like, the graphicness and the gore, I was like, don't look, oh, oh. And then people are screaming, ah! bloody murder and you're just like oh like it's hard for me to watch i'm it, i'm not it's demographic anymore i used to love this shit when i was in my 20s and now i'm like 42 years old and i'm like i want to sleep at night like i don't want to i'm a fucking nightmares tonight you know <laughs> so it's tough because it's like i'm not hmm. but i can look at i can watch it and go like this movie was competently made like shout out to david bruckner 
like outstanding job, outstanding special effects, all the visual effects. Uh, you know, it's a little long for my taste, but that's probably only because it's not a little long super, for your taste. Yeah, super enjoyable. I thought your tastes are three-hour movies. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Um, well, I mean, that's what I loved about Cabin in the Woods. Like, it was a buck twenty. You know, we'll talk about that in Attack the Block too. Like, yeah, the the, the runtime didn't bother me. I think I was really enjoying the the um, the lore that they were you know explaining through the movie i did too um, yeah and so it was it was enjoyable to watch like the the, the pacing didn't bother me because i would end up like when it would slow down i would think about you know the lore some bit it's like oh yeah like they're they're doing things and they're how they're running things five or and, six different positions and, and, the, and the different right the different and... phases and stages of the puzzle yeah, no, and blah, cool. blah 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 yeah. like yeah it, it was it was enjoyable um in different ways instead of just consuming right i'm able to think about it and process it and during the slow parts so i didn't notice it i I didn't really notice this the the slower parts maybe on repeat i don't know if i've ever watched this again um but it it, it, because of that and like i don't i don't need to watch it again (laughs) i suspect they'll make sequels oh especially with that ending it's like oh, yeah. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool the, the, the mm-hmm. way they they did that. It's like yeah, uh, we get introduced to other Cenobites too, you know. That's how they right make them. The right. Yeah, right. I feel like we didn't get the other Cenobites until sequels of the original franchise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one, they yeah, and they're all like this fucking makeup design and the and the the costume design. Jesus, so well done. Yeah. Like some of the most original like costume design I've seen in years. Considering it's a fucking, you know, it's a horror franchise that's Well, what's you know. what's cool about the costume design is that it's it's kind of a pain design. How are you Right, it's all, everything's very S&M right. and Well, it's it's right. like it, it fits with their lore. They're trying to inflict Pain. Pain, pain is their currency. Right. There's that's like everything they do. So all the costumes are designed around that idea that they are mm-hmm. inflicting as much pain into the human flesh, and it and it and it and it shows. Like you feel it. Like you see these guys. Like holy crap. Like yeah, that, that person went through a lot of pain. They're they're in pain. They are still in pain as as they're you know walking around trying to you know do their job as a Cenobite and, and inflict pain, they are in pain while they're inflicting pain. I was like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's yeah, cool design of the Cenobites you guys like more than the other ones. Oh, there's so many. Uh, I like the one that had the, the hands that split open. Oh, that was, was... that was kind of cool. Um, the chatter one, <laughs> the tooth chatter. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was kind of cool. The one with the throat opened up and everything, it's all split. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. Oh, they were all very effective. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the 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 way. one with the uh, with the like stretched fore, forehead, the one that the, at the end that was doing the wire, the wire pain. Oh, right. Um, that one was like al- almost looked like um, one of those angel designs from oh, where were they? One one there's a famous artist who tried to draw angels, uh, biblical interpretation of the angels, um, hmm. and it made me think of that. Uh-huh. Just just the way it almost looked like a halo 
effect that was going on with her head. Mm-hmm. I was like, it, it was kind of cool. It was, uh, I need I need to look it up. I should have should have done my research before the, before the podcast. I'm just gonna look up Hellraiser Cenobites. 2022. What did you think, Fonzo? I felt like you didn't actually review it yet. Well, yeah, I was kind of waiting. I was curious to hear you guys' take. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I I just dug how like the, the the look of it. It felt like it had a good budget. I guess cinematography, the makeup effect on 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 Pinhead was amazing. The one with the throat split open and it's like attached to the shoulders. I mean, Clyde Barker, if you look at all this stuff, he, he's, he's fucking super creepy. Yeah, it's got like that, she has like that, uh, umbrella almost thing holding her skin back and shit. Um, it was crazy, really cool design. Like, and it went back to being scary, you know, and then like it was bloody and, and, uh, it was actually working. Like, like, like Tony said, like, oh, I didn't, I didn't like kind of stop doing what I did. I just kept watching. I was so intrigued and I was too. Like, I thought the characters did a good job. Did and, you, did um, you find that you were scared? Not scared, but more like, um, just like, like terrified for like, the, like for her. You know? Yes, yes, yes. If you're like, she's... when you, right, yeah. When you get, like, when you start empathizing with the character, yeah, you feel their fear. But like, a lot of horror, I feel like, uh, if it's, it's like, oh, I, that ghost can happen to me. I'm like, I just, if I just don't touch any more puzzles for the rest of my life, I'll be fine. <laughs> I won't encounter yeah. the Cenobites. And more, <laughs> more amazing set design, the prop. And just the special effects, and when blood would drip from it, or mm-hmm. or be absorbed by it, yeah, I'm just like, dude, that is really well done. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, the puzzles were, were cool. The way they animated yeah. and the sound effects right. of it animating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it's cool because, like, I mean, she had some big shoes to fill. I mean, everyone remembers Pinhead, Doug Bradley. That's you know stepping in like Robert England from Freddy Krueger. British, shoot, right? wasn't he? Yeah, and uh, you notice how hard and. Uh, how shit on the uh, the remake to Friday the Thirteenth, Friday, Friday, I mean Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street got so um, yeah, I got, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. So when this one came out, they all were like, "Here we go," you know. What, how's this going to be? But when you watch when you watch her and you do her thing, you're just like, "Fuck, man, she nailed it." Um, yeah, dude. Um, yeah, I was super. Really surpri- I was surprised. Like I'm thinking, "Oh man, it's one of these straight to videos, you know, kind of movie." Right, it won't, it won't look as good, but no, I thought it was wrong. It looked fucking great, you know. So, I, uh, I, yeah, for like October, you know, throwing this in the mix, it totally worked for me. I thought it was. I thought it. I thought everyone involved did a good job because you just never know, man. It's super sketch, right? You get. I mean, they don't even change the name. It's not a prequel or you know sequel. I don't know. What, I mean, it doesn't really say, but you can just kind of. It feels like a, yeah. You can almost call it a sequel. Yeah. Um, just because it takes place in modern time, mm-hmm. I, I was thinking. I was curious how. Here it is. Sorry, I, I just found the guy, uh, Peter Moorbacher. Um, if you look him up and look up Angelarium, um, his designs. Awesome. Oh, sorry. There, I'm back. Yeah, yeah. I, I just blipped. Oh, okay. Uh, Peter Moorbacher. Um, his designs of what they well, he, what he terms biblically accurate interpretations of angels mm-hmm. remind me a lot of like the the designs of the cenobites so i'm what i wonder if there was some inspiration between the two uh because that's that's one of the taglines in the in hellraiser right like it's demons to some people but angels to others yep right Absolutely. so i was like it's really cool there's a, a couple designs look 
kind of like these angel interpretations. Yeah, he's like an evil genie too. You know, he's like <laughs> right. What would you like? You know, you you you. Oh, that was so, that was that was so cool that 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 the the device that got shoved in the guy's chest. It's like oh oh, oh like pulling on his nerves. Like oh. he can never go numb. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. Uh-huh. Dude, I had no cool. idea how many of these fuckers there were. Oh, there's a lot, dude. Dude. There must be like six or seven or eight. Dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> these are all fucking films. The last one was in 2018. Hellraiser Judgment. Oh, it's 81 minutes. Oh, that's boring. See, I'd be interested in the the lore and the interpretation, the genie, the monkey's paw aspect of the the Cenobite uh, and Hellraiser of like the interpretations of what people choose and how they end up getting, you know, screwed over. <laughs> you know, like I'd, I'd be interested in that those stories, uh, not not necessarily the gore. Like I don't give a shit about watching gore, or watching people suffer, but yeah. how people are think that they're they're getting, you know, they're asking for power but they get stuck with you know you know the leg cut off or something i don't know i'd be down i'd be down to watch some more if if they're if they're along the lines of this one that's it's yeah oh for sure yeah absolutely same with i'm right with there with you yeah there's 10 this was the 11th hellraiser movie (laughs) whoa and clive barker was he he wrote and directed the first one he wrote the story for the second one and then had nothing to do with all the sequels. Hmm. Yeah. I, I'll check out I'll check out the original. I definitely cuz I enjoyed this one. This is solid. Oh, yeah, you should definitely yeah. Like yeah, you should see the original. See it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's more 80, not the, not as good as the fights like this one, but the, the ones they do they, they hold up. I mean, right. I'm I'm right. I'm hoping the story uh makes up for, you know, the lack of Special effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It felt like it was. It was. It's it different was too because when you watch that more one, you're thinking adult audience. Yeah, for sure. Could you watch that one? Man, it's completely different. I remember the first time I watched. I'm like, wait, what is this? I'm thinking it's a pinhead movie. Where's yeah? Like, what are we doing? Why is this? This is happening. And you're like, when it, oh, like oh, okay, it makes sense. You know, um, just before one, if you think it, what it's going to be, some way it's different. But um, it's just. Yeah, this one was cool, man. It's refreshing to see something uh, new and actually try different. Um, I don't know. Uh, and, the, and the design work is just fucking great. I just sitting there for eight hours, you know, I should put it, and then having to work another eight hours. You know. Oh, the makeup yeah, effects? Dude. Yeah. Yeah, for every, yeah, absolutely. So for me, yeah, it's a high dollar for me, and definitely in, in, uh, another one to throw in, another one, throw in the mix for... Um, uh, this this Halloween season. Well, yep. I'd buy that for a dollar. I'd it's buy got my that dollar. for a dollar. Right. Harley? And I, too, am going to give it a high dollar. High dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, it, it, I'll, I'll give it a high dollar, too. Oh, certified yeah. high dollar. Certified high dollar. First, first watching. Interesting. Yeah, uh, I, Lainey I actually gave it a solid dollar. Nice. Because mm. so even though she only watched maybe... 40% of the film and her eyes were closed the rest of the time she was listening the whole time and she was totally totally uh, into the story nice so, now was she scared or didn't want to see the gore she just didn't want to see the gore 
Like, gotcha. yeah, right. That's what I don't want to watch anymore. It's just too much. I'm desensitized. And if you read Clay Barker's stories, man, um, uh, that's some fucked up shit, you know. Yeah, one of them's called the Book of Blood. Um, uh, and Clay Barker, you see some of his paintings. Yeah, he's an in- interesting individual. <laughs> Wasn't he an artist too? Like, didn't he oh, do yeah. a bunch of like right. paintings and stuff? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's something so unique, right? You don't see like you look at this character and it's got all these pins, big black eyes, right? It's got the and that voice, man. Like, I, uh, it's um. Oh, what's her, uh, Jamie Clayton, you know? I don't know if they dubbed her voice or did something to it, but I thought it sounded phenomenal. I, yeah, I was fine with it. I yeah? had no problem. Yeah. hmm Yeah, what a, what a fucking crazy year for horror, especially the last couple of months. I mean, there's a lot of stuff coming out. Um, and this is interesting too. This is an original movie and only, only on Hulu. This came straight to Hulu as well. Right. Oh. Yeah, this could have totally fucking been in the theater. I mean, I don't know how well it would have done in today's day and age after COVID. I'm, I'm not in touch right. anymore. You know, we've talked about this. But from a production standpoint, it's outstanding. This is totally big, you know, big budget, you know, especially mm-hmm. for a remake. I mean, obviously, they fucking made a fucking 10 of them beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, Absolutely. So we got one call that that's going to give us the ratings. <laughs> right. Uh, actually, we got it. Uh, looks like Evan called in. So. Oh, okay. Oh, right on. Yeah. So uh, I guess we'll... This is Savage Scott, and it's time to play everyone's favorite guessing game. <laughs> Who the fuck is Reggie? With your contestants, Angie from Fallbrook. My name is Angie. Reed from the NZ. Reed here. Art. Art from Cali. Donaldo. Nalo. And Evan. My name is Evan from Escondido. And you, if you leave a message with your picks at 442-444-0742. Good luck, everyone. So, um, there's kind of three players, uh, Art, Reed, and Evan. Donaldo stopped calling almost immediately. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but, uh, so he still has five points, uh, which he has had for several weeks now. Um, but, yeah, the big players. Uh, unfortunately, Reed, has, the champ, has slipped. Um, so he's all the way down to 12 points. Art is in second with 23, and Evan is in the lead with 23 and a half. So. All right. Boom, excitement, explosion. Okay, here we go. Hey there, boys, champ here. Hey! No way, Whoa. Champ here! Oh, we gotta hear that again. Like champ here. Like mm-hmm. Hey there, boys, champ here. Hellraiser. Uh, Harley's gonna give it a waste of time. Oh. MCP's gonna give it a low dollar. And Fonto's gonna give it a high dollar. Woo, nice. Fuck you, Pen. 
All right. Got it. 14 and a half. He scored two and a half points. Yeah, man. If only he gave me that dollar. I mean, this could have easily been a shot for shot remake, right? Of, well, they know, could original. have fucking, yeah. It could you have. know what I mean? Like the psycho one, right? Right. They could have done nothing original. I mean, they actually, like, they tried, you know? Oh, and no. Like, you can tell, like, you right? know, they, you, you can tell that they, the, the filmmakers clearly were intending and wanted to make a good movie. And not just a cash, not just like, you know, especially. I feel like the sequel to Halloween franchise is so, you know. Yeah, because this one is, it's like you said, you you know of this character, but it's not like the main Freddy, Jason, Michael, right? And and the face, it's, it's, you know, it's in there, but not like, you see Pinhead, but not as much, you know. Funny enough, there was a cosplayer as a ghost face slash Pinhead. Oh, jeez. You hit the mask on, but then it depends on the ghost face mask. Oh, that's funny. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It was really cool. All right, next. Okay. Hellraiser. Oh, yo, yo, this calm your tits. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say calm your tits? Yes. <laughs> All right. No. You've funny. never heard that phrase? Seriously. Calm your tits? Yeah, yeah, calm your tits. Are you serious? Uh-oh. This fucking boomer. Hellraiser, this is a Salvador. Tot, tot, tot. I hope. What did he say? I hope you finish your call. <laughs> this is a Salvador. Tot, this is a Salvador. Solid dollar. Tot, tot, tot. I oh. hope. Oh, solid dollar. I'm glad. I'm glad Har- uh, Tony speaks um, clear son of bite. Cause... <laughs> I have what? No idea what the fuck he was saying. Yeah. I hope. And then he says, "I hope." I hope. I hope. I hope. I hope. It's so off to the hell we go. Son of bite. The open the puzzle box and then to do. We have such All things right. to show you. Well, that's All a certified right. D, and that's what he got. So that's gonna Boom. be four points. So that's gonna yes, sir. Twenty-seven and a half points. Waller Evan. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, did you say Art didn't call in? Art did not call in. Shit. Oh, really? oh, well, he was busy. Yeah, he was busy. He was busy. So busy hands. Uh, where's my button? For extra credit. Yeah. Um, I, have we ever reviewed yeah. uh, Attack the Block uh, as an assignment? Yeah, we've reviewed it. We've reviewed it, right? I don't think so. Yeah. I feel we've all talked about it separately, but it's never been an assignment. No, because it was a sign because I kind of wasn't interested in seeing this. And so we forced you to watch it? I thought, so I wouldn't have watched this on uh, Okay. Yeah, all right. Well, it's been a while, so. Right. Yeah, uh, no, it's been years. It's been it's been long enough. Yeah, Attack the Block. Um, Redirected, Joe Cornish. Where's that? Where's that? Storyline: Attack the Block follows an unlucky young woman and a gang of tough inner-city kids who make an unlikely alliance to try to defend their turf against an invasion of savage alien wolf gorilla motherfuckers. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is fucking hey, man. This is a lot of fun. Um, I always forget to turn on subtitles when I start it. Oh <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, I, oh, God, I didn't yeah. even attempt oh, yeah. to start watching this movie without <laughs> subtitles. Totally <laughs> forgot. I totally forgot. Hard is like, where's my remote? Because <laughs> I remember the first time. This is the second time I saw it, of course. I remember the first time, like getting like 15 minutes into it, and I'm like, I can't understand a word these motherfuckers just said. Like, and so I think the first movie, I might have gone without mm-hmm. subtitles the first time, and you know, there's nothing yeah. important you have to catch, but um, it's worth it's worth watching it with subtitles on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this time I didn't even, I wasn't even about. I remember the 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 accent being super super thick. And some of it is like it's the dialogue or it's the, the dialect. It's- Right, right. The the words that they use, the phrases they use, like right. I, I, I would yeah, not have get... your own language. But like, what? Well, yeah, yeah. It's it's the vernacular is not what I normally. I wouldn't recognize that they're saying those words if it weren't subtitled. You know, right, right. Um, but it's it's a lot of fun. It holds up. Like uh, like that starts off, and even though I know, uh, like Lane and I were talking about, uh, even though we know how it ends with their story arcs, you know, at the end, mm-hmm. at the beginning, I'm like, fuck these kids, man. They're fucking punks. <laughs> Dude. You know, oh, yeah. well, you get introduced to them being horrible right off the bat. Yeah. Like, and then literally like a minute and a half into after the credits, the fucking first alien motherfucker, werewolf looking motherfucker. I'm going to always remember them as a, hits the fucking car. And it's like, from then on, the movie is a bum rush. Yeah, it is just there's no backstory. I mean, we're gonna spoil the shit out of this, right? There's like no explanation. There doesn't need to be. It's an hour and twenty two mm-hmm. minutes long of just exciting set piece to set piece with some really cheeky humor and yeah. and um and and what you could get of an arc of these characters right in an hour and twenty minutes with little to no backstory, yeah. but it all feels believable like. Like the like Joe Cornish lives or lived in one of those you know apartment complexes or something like that. It just felt very authentic. Sure. And, I think, and then the, the, the special effects are very well. The blackness mm-hmm. of the the creatures is um, it must be done post, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And they reference it, and I, I just thought that. I'm curious then, if they used Vanta Black if it existed at the time. Is that that new soda that the kids are drinking? <laughs> yeah, that's the, the next Pro Loco. Uh, no, Vanta Black is a um, uh, uh, it's a paint that is I've super heard black. Of this. Yeah, that like it's almost like ninety nine point nine percent absorbent of all the color, so it looks like a freaking acme hole. You know, like yeah, <laughs> black hole. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, well done. Like I love, I love the sound effects of the teeth as they're growling you know you can hear them go by like in the the teeth like um, they're glowing bright and then they they dull out when they die um you don't really get to see them as much either right at first you know right they're just shadows and it's like hard to see and a different take too right this is an alien but it's like fur right Right, yeah. yeah. Right, we typically think of alien and alien, you know, it's like scaly. It's always, yeah, scaly or, yeah, yeah. Like like naked morons or something. Yeah, so I dug dug that that different take on it for sure. And then the kids too, man, you got to like them. You you don't believe them being friends or you don't like them. You know I mean? You're not supposed to like them in the beginning, but 
uh, I just feel like their chemistry just works great. Like you feel like yeah, these guys are right. You friends. believe that they're that they're a tight knit group. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Little assholes. Oh well, they're still, they're assholes at first, but, yeah. but they are assholes. Yeah. <laughs> Tight assholes, like they, they need to shit for like a couple of days. That's, that's <laughs> like they're on vacation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. It's interesting yeah. that, that Disney saw John Boyega and was like, Oh, man. Star Wars franchise. Oh, dude, dude, like one of the things that I noticed this time around is his facial acting, like his expressions are like, so right. good. Throughout yeah. the movie, he is like, he's, he's the leader and he has to look like he, is confident and and it, but and you feel and you yeah and but he, you he can see off. it in his face that he yeah. is scared out of his mind yes and it's like so I'm like child. so that good scene where they show his bed sheets and you're like she's like oh shit he's he's they're a child they're kids right 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 no but you see it in in his face like he's talking to the group he's like yeah we're gonna oh, yeah. do this and he turns around and in his face I'm like he's scared you could see I'm, ah, I was like that's that, he could he could be you know he could be the next Denzel, you know, why not? I could see it. Yeah. He was 19 when he shot this. Oh, nice. okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I do. I absolutely fucking love this movie. When I watched it again, man, I was like, cause I feel like I, I watched it a while back, not too long ago. Um, and then I think I made a show crew maybe. Um, but you're watching it again. I'm like, I'm like, I'm always there. I'm like, fuck yeah. And then, uh, uh, I just have to score. I love the random dude, you know, listening to some fucking, uh, KRS one car gets fucked up. I just like I just like the way they're introduced, man. Yeah. Oh man, just, yeah. Every like all the ones where he's listening to the music and then he pulls the headphones out and it right. fades the music. Oh, I love when that happens. I know it's so it's such a so yeah, good. It's such a cool tip. I Like I said, I just love how like um it slowly um you know it starts revealing and then she starts getting crazier and crazier. Um. Like I, like I said, when I, at first, like, and then you can tell they're just kids, man, because they got a fucking alien and a dragon to go take to somebody, right? Like, it's, it's just, it's fucking, <laughs> oh, they all have, like, their own prefer, uh, preferred choice of weapons, you know? I right. mean, this part when he's on the little scooter with the ninja sword, I mean, it's just, like, fucking, it's like Goonies meets, like, you know, alien hunters. It, it's just, uh, or like, Boys in the Hood. I mean, it's all, it's just, like I said, inner city I mean, versus motherfuckers. Yeah. And that design, man, it's just so different than anything cool, I've ever yeah. seen. Well, and, and, the sound effect, like you said, no, mm-hmm. right? Like, remember, you guys ever watched the features of the guys in suits? No. Oh, I did not. Chasing? Oh, my, dude, it's fucking fascinating, dude. It's so right. cool. They have those, like, little, super long arm ones, you know? And uh, they're leaning over. And, and then, uh, cause those scenes alone were like, cause I think what really works is you don't, they don't have eyes. You don't fucking see. Right, right. What what they're looking at, where they're looking at, where their face starts, like until they start growling, right? And they're so dark, right? Um, uh, what is that line in uh, uh, Jason or Donald Glover says where he's like, uh, so, um, uh, they're so black, you need to turn your flash on, or like, or like, like oh. you only see their smile or some shit, like, yeah, <laughs> you, gotta, yeah. you gotta turn your flash yeah. on or something like that. It's just cracking he's, me up every time I hear it. He's blacker than my cousin, yo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, dude. Yeah, this movie's fucking great, man. It's just, uh, uh, I, I, I always have a great time with it. Yeah, totally get with the subtitles, definitely. Um, uh, like I said, I love the characters. Um, yeah, dude, it's such a great time, man. I just, I, I dig the shit out of it for sure. Yeah. Oh, you know what it was reminding me of mm-hmm. is, um, the, it, when you're watching it, you're like, there's people in those costumes and some of the scenes when they're running. 
uh-huh. right? But it's very like animalistic. It's like a you know like a dog or something. And I'm like, mm. it's like a small human being in that costume, right? <laughs> yeah. And it reminded me of they pulled that off in Aliens, right? Where they put humans in the fucking costumes and you know with the extended arms and shit like that. But it worked. It like you can get talented, you know, actors for lack of a better, more accurate term, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you see that in a couple, but really poignant scenes where you see them moving, and that and it's practical effects, right? It's not just CG. And the, and what little CG is in this, it works well. It's 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 uh, the budget was fine. There's nothing bad considering it wasn't like a big tentpole film. Um, but the practical effects of you know, there's probably a minute of screen time of of seeing them the the monsters run, but it works. It really works. So props yeah. to the filmmaker for that. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like I say, if you guys get a chance to watch those features, man. I think yeah, it's like, cool. look up on YouTube, see this on there. It's really cool. fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah, now, now, that I, now that I watched it again and realize how much I love it, I'll definitely check out the features. Right. Yeah. I like uh, the stone, the stoner stone frost. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just all fucking stone. All <laughs> and then the the fucking I can't think of the what's the character's name, the drug dealer, and his blah blah blah. Oh god, <laughs> yeah. get the strap. Like, terrible gangster rap song. Yeah. Oh, that's one of my favorite. One of my favorite exchanges when he's like, he's like, oh, these aliens. He's like, say alien one more time. He's like the <laughs> gorilla wolf mother. But he like the, doesn't say the alien gorilla wolf motherfuckers. He's like, right. the, there exactly. it is. It's the uh, it's the what? Know. It's the what? Say it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so good. Yeah. And those well, ki- the kids prop, props yeah. and mayhem. I'm like, dude, they earned it. They earned their oh, names. Yeah. Those little fuckers. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. It's just so cool to see like the kids being the heroes, or even that just that cool arc, right? The little shits, you know, and then they bring yeah. themselves with the nurse. It's just cool. well, you know, you're talking about commentary, and I know I always overuse that, but um, there is a little bit of like commentary on um, projects mm-hmm. where they're commenting, like, oh yeah, you know, there's a lot, of, yeah. This is our projects. This is our home. It's, it's our almost block. like a gang. It's almost like a oh yeah. You know, well, like there's that, own, and then like your area well, code. It's one time for life. Gang in South London, right? Like they 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 mentioned like, oh well, we didn't know you lived in the block. If we knew, we right. wouldn't have mugged you, you know. And she's like, oh, right. that's what it takes. But yeah, that's like that's your that's your tribe. And then the social commentary towards the end, where he's like, man, it's probably the government just sending them in. They they first they send the drugs, right? Then they send the cops, and now they're sending the aliens in. It's like. Right. But it's still it's still subtle. Like they just drop it in real quick, right? Yeah. No, I. Um, yeah, it, wasn't, I think, it didn't feel forced. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm just getting a Slater for me. Yep. That was a, a fucking movie. Slater for me. That was a fucking movie. Oh. oh. I'd buy that for a dollar. Even oh Lady God. gave it a Slater. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. How you feel now? Was that her first time watching it? Uh, no, no, we've watched it before. Nice. And so that's probably why she was able to give it a Slater because she enjoyed it just as much this time around. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I like the score. I think the guy that did the score was in uh, Apex Twins. Dude, yeah, no, the score. Apex I was telling- Twins is one dude, by the way. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. So it should be Apex Twins. Twins. I'd be surprised if he had anything to do with this. He he was really. 
standoffish. He's an eccentric. Uh, mm-hmm. He's Dutch or something like that. The first quarter on IMDb, big alien gorilla wolf motherfuckers. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's great. Um, yeah, I, the, Harley and I. That's one. That's what we were talking about before we started the podcast. I was I was mentioning the uh, the score on Attack the Block. Like, uh, I there's several times where I was like, man, I want to hear this mixed into uh, like at a uh, at a concert at a festival, <laughs> like an EDM, a dubstep track with this, you know, dro- you know dropping this and they're mixing yeah. this and they're sampling this. Um, it'd be fun, but yeah, the score the score was cool. Mm-hmm. I think they released a vinyl with the the, the glow in the dark vinyl for it, the soundtrack. <laughs> I like the language like, "What's Ron's weed room? It's a big room full of weed." Full of weed. And it's Ron's. Ron and his Ron's. <laughs> There's too much madness to explain in one text. <laughs> or Ron says, "It smells like a shit did a shit." <laughs> to, yeah, his shit took a shit. <laughs> so you should call the police. Like you better call. You're better off calling Ghostbusters, love. <laughs> so good. Oh yeah, so good. Well, damn. All right. Uh, almost, almost a certified Slater. Almost. almost. God damn it. Yeah. I know. That's fucked up. I had to ruin it. All right. Let's listen to the call. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And the attack the block. Yes. Um, Harley's going to give it a high dollar. Tony's going to give it a high dollar. Fonzo is going to give it a slider. Oh. Stay boys for life. All right, we well, got points. That's, yeah, nice no, scored two points. Uh-huh. Two points. Where to go, champ? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That puts him up to sixteen and a half. All right, now let's see who. Let's see. Oh, come on, Evan. Give us a. Give us the dialect. I want to hear him say "bruv" and "in it" and "trust." In it. Trust, Merc, you in it. <laughs> Attack the block is going to be a dollar for Harley. Minus points. Oh, come on. <laughs> Seriously, strike that shit. Uh, it's going to be a high dollar for Fonso, and it's going to be a Slater for MCP. Yeah. Bad boy. <laughs> how do you get? How do you get that one? But okay, I oh, take wait. it. I didn't give him his accent. For Hellraiser. Shit. Wow. So that's yeah, 28. Was it an accent? Yeah, he had an accent. He scared yeah, the shit out of me. So, yeah. Pinhead accent. So, he, that's actually 28. And then he just... Did he give me a high dollar? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So, then that's a two and a half. block is going to be a dollar for hard. Oh, a regular oh, dollar. Just a dollar. Okay, so just two points. So, that's 30 and a half. All right. Damn, not only did Art not call in, but Evan called in and did well. So now all of a sudden he's seven and a half points up on Art. Mm. Oh. And 15-ish on Reed, so. Better watch out. <laughs> all right, what you guys got? All right. Uh, I have extra credit? Yeah, I got one. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm keeping the horror going, dude. Do it. Well, a little movie called Haunt from 2019. Haunt? On Halloween, a group of friends encounter an extreme haunted house that promised to feed on their darkest fears. The night turns deadly as they come to the horrifying realization that some nightmares are real. Oh, the cover's pretty cool. Yeah. 
The movie's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, this is homework for us, though. Tony, you've never seen this. Have I have you? not. Right. Correct. Well, not, not only is this is a Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it? We just watched... Oh, Attack Street. the Block. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh. Attack the Block uh, took place a week after Halloween. Like the setting really? of the movie was after was a week after Halloween. I thought there was like a New Year's or something because of the fireworks or something. No, she specifically, I, 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 well, maybe I'll need to watch it again because and, and, I, I swear she said, oh, it was a Halloween, like a, what, that looks like the something you'd wear at Hall- Halloween a week ago or something like that. Oh, okay. Huh. Okay. Well, now, 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 I have, now I gotta go verify it. <laughs> but anyway, well, well you verify it. You go, gonna, you go back. What, what are you gonna? What are you gonna I'm say? Gonna hit you with a horror movie. Oh, it's not horror. Oh boy. Um, but Chris has been wanting me to pick this for a while now. And we, so when we went to um, Chicago on the plane, we watched a a brand new documentary on the Holocaust and its, um, its political connection with us and the anti-semitism that was here in america and uh, really heavy stuff of course and she she was like i'm telling you you gotta pick 1982's sophie's choice oh boy (laughs) sophie is the survivor of a nazi concentration camp who has found a reason to live with Nathan, a sparkling, if unsteady, American Jew obsessed with the Holocaust. That was scarier than what I picked, Tony. 1980. <laughs> I told you. Choice. I've never seen this. This is definitely homework. Your lady watches it with her eyes open. Kevin Klein <laughs> and Meryl Streep. Because she wants you to watch it. Why, did, why, are we, why are we watching it? She wants to, you know, she was... Asking me if I'd pick it as homework. And I said, yes, absolutely. Because he loves punishing us, Tony. Give you all some yeah, fucking his. some history. Please. I failed history. Why do we 7.5 on IMDb. Hey, don't feel bad. I failed history, too. Not in college. I did quite well in <laughs> history. It's college. two hours and 30 minutes long. It's two hours and 30 minutes long. Yeah, right. Oh, boy. Hang on to your butts. Hold on to your butts. Okay. She get naked in it? I don't know. There's some titties and what a good spot. Let's see. She's a Holocaust survivor. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> what? It says sex and nudity, one dot. A Nazi officer says to some of them would like Oh, a Nazi officer says to Sophie that he would like to. Like he would like her to get into bed with him. Oh, it's so risque. I, I don't think that's the point of the movie. Okay. Yep. Is Chris going to listen to our review of it? Yes. All right. <laughs> All right. Multi pooper. I'll have I'll have her I'll have her guest <laughs> I'll have her guest review if you want. Oh. Yeah. Record her. Wait. She's seen it before. Right. Right. Okay. Although it's probably been 20 years since she's seen it, to be fair. Oh, I just ruined the movie, reading the parents' guy. Whoops. Okay. Oh, man, I can't believe that was a fucking big-ass spoiler. 
Now you know what you chose? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, boy. Okay, cool. Yeah, Sophie's Chosen Hunt. That's a great double feature. Only something like that you can find on the Bad Boy <laughs> Pocket. Nowhere else, right nowhere else on the internet. Nowhere else on the internet when you find our combinations. You know right. I don't give a fuck who you are, where you are. That's beautiful. All right, all right. So how's y'all's weekend, man? What'd y'all do? Well, I'll go first because it was pretty boring. Um, it's starting to get in the winter time, and so there's a bunch of like winterization shit we have to do, and we didn't winterization? actually winterization. So because everything freezes in the winter time, um, you know, freezing breaks pipes and oh, the yeah. boat. The boat like has winterization. Winterization, right? So um, I have to winterize the boat. I have to drain all the water out of it. And I have to treat the gas and um, because it'll just boat, freeze up like that, huh? Yeah, it'll freeze up the engine. Yeah, because what happens is the boat doesn't have a radiator like a car does. It just sucks in water from the lake, pumps it through the engine, and then shits it out. And so that when water. But if it freezes, it stays like it was on vacation and doesn't let right. it go. Yes, and then your shit's <laughs> blown up. So, and then same thing with the RV, right? Yeah. The water is in the RV, and there's a tank. Jitter's full. <laughs> so there's all kinds of winterization you have to do in the RV. And I hadn't unpacked the RV from Dirty yeah. Bird from the week before because we got back and had to go with work right away. So, um, so it was just kind of doing homework around the house. Um, you gotta, you know, we grow a lot of it vegetables and stuff and so we did we started doing some cleanup of the uh the garden and oh we took uh my buddy schwa and his wife katrina out uh last night to to have some drinks uh, they were the ones who took care of mazzy and the dogs while we were at dirty bird so we thought um so we all went out and had some beer so that was really cool that was fun yeah. And that was last night. Oh, and then uh, the friends that we hung out with when we went up to um, Central Oregon. I, I was telling you guys, we took the RV up to Central Oregon to a resort right. where there was a hot spring. We met up with some Chris's friends, Patty and Mike. And Patty and her son and her dad stopped by yesterday as they were passing through. So that was cool. You know, we had a little barbecue and barbecue chicken and hung out with them for a couple hours so that was cool so uh that's it yeah just got a bunch of you know projects done around the house so what about y'all i don't know uh let's see well this this weekend was son of monster palooza at burbank and my buddy mark was vendoring again so he needed some help. Me and Scott went up. I went up on Friday with uh, Scott, and I came back on Saturday with my friend Chris and Amy because they were coming back uh, um, to San Diego. I couldn't be there Sunday, the third day, because of um, Amy's birthday, obviously. So I just went there Friday, Saturday. And it was fun. I met Robocop on Friday, Peter Weller. Yeah, I oh, saw that. Oh, cool. cool. Dr. Peter Weller. He was wearing a UCLA uh, sweater, and it said UCLA alumni. And I'm like, oh, you're a Bruins fan? He's like, that's my alma mater. I like I'm a PhD then. I was like, oh shit, Robocop's a fucking doc. You got a PhD Robocop. from USC? Damn from fun. UCLA. Oh. Yeah. Doctor Waller. How about that? Oh shit. Yeah. It's like hard as hard as looking it up. 
I got to. Oh. Yeah, dude, I'm like, holy shit, I'm fucking Weedy Murph, man. I can't believe it. It's crazy. An and Italian re- Renaissance art history. Huh. Uh, All right. Okay. So I go, hey, I'd be remiss if, remiss if I didn't tell you this, but my friend is a huge Buckaroo Banzai fan. So I just got, I just had to tell you. And he's like, he's like, oh, he goes, just remember, wherever you are. What was his line go, Harley? There you go. No, there you are, isn't it? Wherever you oh, are. Right. Sorry, I was trying to read the Peter Weller thing. Yeah. No matter where you are, there you. No, no matter where, where you, you go, go, there, there you, you are. are. Yeah, there you sorry. are. Yeah, he said that. I was like, yes, thank you so much. I was that's like, cool. that's awesome. I was like, sounds yeah. for you, Harley. Yeah. Nice. I that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, he fucked up my weekend, though, because like his price was pretty high. So I'm like, fuck, I had to do some rearranging. Uh, he was 70 for a signature, <laughs> uh, 20 for a quote. <laughs> What's a quote? Like he wants him to write something like a come up, come, like dead or alive, you're coming with me or something, you know. Oh, if he if oh, instead shit. of just an autograph, he actually extends the autograph. It's a yeah. little more. Yeah, yeah, got it. Dang. One of those guys. Yeah, so I wanted to get Nancy Allen and Ray Wise on my Robocop album, but I'm like, well, there, he's that price. They're still a little pricey too, so it's like, uh, got a budget. I was, yeah, I was real stingy. Uh, but my buddy, he was uh, working with Tommy Lee Wallace, the director of Halloween Three, Season of the Witch. Um, so I got both my albums signed for free. So, Shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> so that was cool. It's always helps. Uh, that definitely helps, man. So, so that's people. It's a, that's who you know. But dude, I ran into so many people. Um, uh, my buddy Carlos and Eric, who I met at Ozzy Osbourne signing, they showed up because we told them about it back then, and they rolled up. And right when I was talking to them, guess who else rolled up? Fucking Bad Boys podcast fan from way back with my cousin Leanne. What? Oh. showed up. Yeah. And, uh, and she goes to Scott, hey, are you Savage Scott? She's like, I know you. I go, yeah, she recognized him from the podcast, not from my YouTube videos, but from the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that one little sounder of the call. Isn't that great? That was awesome. Uh, yeah, so that was awesome running to her. And then she ran in, I, there, I ran into her while I was talking to my other friends. So it's like a big reunion. And every time we go there, it's just running to everybody that just like all of my fellow graphers, they get autographs and everything. And, and just helping to mark, yeah, get in early. I love the behind the scenes stuff, getting there early, looking at all the stuff, you know, everyone's setting up and, uh, it's just fucking cool. Like Phil Tippett, if you look up his name, he had a book come out, uh, it's like $175. This huge art book of all his work. Worked on Star Wars, worked on uh, Robocop. He did the stop motion with Ed, the 82, um, Ed 209. Um, if you ever see those pictures of like him, you know, with the, remember all that stop motion shit, Robocop when he's fighting Ed 209? Um, he, yes, he, yes, he's, yes. he's the one responsible for that. Cool. And a lot, a lot of Star Wars stuff. So yeah, so he was there. Um, uh, who else was there? Uh, oh, my buddy Carl goes up to us. He goes, Hey, you guys, uh, there's this guy selling a vinyl. You guys might be interested. And we're like, Oh, okay, cool. Let's go check it out. And, uh, Terrifier 2 just came out. And the composer was, uh, he was in some booth with like some, some clothes and he had his album there. And Scott's so funny. He walks up to him and he's like, Hey, uh, is this the score for the second one? He's already out. He goes, yeah. He's like, oh, no way. He's like, huh, do you have any for sale? He's like, yeah, I'm selling some. He's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll take one. He's like, all right. And uh, he's want me to sign it. He goes, he's like, um, he's like, you? He goes, yeah, I'm Paul Wiley, the composer. And he just goes, holy shit. You're the composer? He said it so loud. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> you're, you're, I was like, Scott, you're all right. I mean, literally, he would, he screamed it. Like, <laughs> I was like, hey, man, calm down. Uh and it was cool. He gave us this little slip with the album telling us like he had like it's a it's a pressing of five hundred. 
So on the bottom, it would say like, you know, 468, 469. So like Scott had 468 or 40, what was the one? No, because my buddy had, anyways, he had one of the numbers and he would sign that and sign the album, which was really cool. And he, and he's in the band with Marilyn Manson too, apparently. So when, now that, uh, Manson's not touring, he's not working, he composes a movie. Hmm. So he, he was there cool. and that was just a brand. He wasn't even on the list. The vendor, he was going to be there. Nothing. So he, uh, totally signed it and, uh, super cool. I'm like, it just makes for great footage as well, you know? Um, and then, so here's the other thing too. Uh, Scott's got this album where the director of Halloween three, Tommy Lee Wallace, uh, Nick Castle played the original Michael Myers and John Carpenter had a group called the Coupe de Vils. <laughs> Short lived, stri- strictly eighties. You know, they're all best buds, but they released an album. At this mm. point, Adrian Barbeau, you guys remember Adrian Barbeau? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. She was yeah. like, wait, well, she was a Bond chick. She dated Carpenter for a while. In fact, they were together. Mm. I mean, they're, uh, his only kid, uh, Cody, is from, from them. Oh. Right? Yeah. So she, as a gift to John, had bought like a studio time. So they recorded an album. <laughs> they only made 100 copies. There's only 100 pressings of this album. Uh, 25 to, uh, went to each, each, um, yeah, each of the members, and uh, and Alan Howarth is the other secret guy behind it, who's composed uh, soundtracks with John. If you look up like Halloween three, four, and stuff like that, he's. Uh, oh, I Alan took over. So, anyways, um, the album goes for like spook of fucking money, right? Um, at one point, uh, the store that we like to visit in Burbank, Dark Delicacies, they came across uh, this guy that has a uh, represented this guy Dennis Etchison, who wrote the novelizations for Halloween two, three, and four. John had given him the album, so he writes on there to Dennis, John, John Carpenter, Sex, Drugs, All the Way. So here's this album that, you know, Scott's been looking for. It's like his white whale. He's been looking for this forever. It just came with a huge fucking price tag on it. And, he, you know, and the whole way we're driving there, he's like, do I do it? Am I fucking crazy? Do I do it? I'm like, this is it. This is the fucking white whale. This is the one you've been looking for, right? Mm. It's just signed to Dennis, but, you know, fuck it. It's like a, it's a, it's a unique piece. And it has John Carpenter's like full name. He never writes that anymore. He just writes JCT. So it was kind of funny that he wrote the whole thing. So our mission was to uh, get Tommy and Nick to sign it because he had already got the a fourth, um, the secret fourth member, Alan, before. So we get there, we show it to them. They look at it. It's, it's, it makes for cool stories. They like it. They talked about it. It was just fun. And, and, and Scott finally got to complete it, which was rad. That is cool. Um, so yeah, so Palooza is just fun, man. We do all that stuff all the time, you know. Uh, Saturday walked around, uh, other friends were there and, and, uh, just had a great fucking time, man. It's always so much fun. And then, uh, today, uh, we took, uh, Amy, we took her to Legoland. She wanted to go to Legoland. We got passes now, That's so cool. we do more often. And, uh, yeah, the Halloween load stuff out there. Cause the kids, you know, they're still tiny, you know. Crew looks so big now, them, right? He's like, <laughs> <laughs> before we used to take him all the time when he was little. So now he, and, you know, he's not as funny, right? He rides, uh, he writes a little uh, Lego cars you can drive, you know. He's like the biggest kid. Every time he went to a ride, he's like the big kid. That's it's so funny. funny. But he's like, yeah, he's like, fuck that. I'm having a good time, you know. Uh, so, yeah, he had a good time. And, and Legoland's so small. It's so short. Like, he can just do everything in one day. Like, he just go there, ride a couple rides and come. And it's so, it's, it's so close, right? We're going to Knott's or anywhere else. It's like a journey. It's a trek. You got to go down there, right? Yeah. Especially with gas prices this fucking well, high. Well, yeah, like, you know. it's right there in Carlsbad. It's right yeah. down the street from you guys. Yeah, exactly, not so far, which is great. Right? Like Palmer Airport Road, you're there in 20 yeah, Exactly. Minutes. Like when you leave, you're like, oh, fuck it. It's like you're, like, you're like, oh, no, I'm almost home, right? But you leave anywhere else, you're like, okay, it's going to be a ride. It's going to take a walk, you know? Right. The fact that we just get it, but leave. Just go, I can't so believe nice. I just pulled that out of my ass. Like, 
Well, you totally remember the streets uh, of everything. You go like, to Carlsbad. That's Palmar Airport Road, right? That's how you yeah. get out there. Yeah. <laughs> fucking right, dude. Yeah, you, you're absolutely right. And then on the way back, we uh, we went to the little pumpkin patch there. Um, last time we got a discount because we were only there for like 30 minutes, you know, but they gave me the flower, uh, put the price for the 30 minutes. So I was cool. And the kids, you know, jumped around, um, took pictures in front of the pumpkin patch like we did a couple of years back. And they rode, uh, they jumped on the, there's this huge fucking inflatable, big ass slide. That's the one I put on the messenger. It's got like those three of those fucking, like three of those fans or four of them on each side just Throw to down. pull that thing up. Yeah. And it's insane. It's fucking wild, dude. Um, yeah. So that was fun. That was just a cool way to end the, end the night. So, and then that's why I was a little late. So, but, uh, I think Better it was late a than cool. Exactly. Oh, I bet. Okay. So get this. So my buddy, uh, Chris, who's like, uh, uh, he did a bunch of research to figure out like who's going to be there. He's like, Hey dude, uh, John, what's his name? John Davidson. I think he's like, he's like, dude, he worked the miniatures for Terminator 2 judgment day. And I'm like, what? Yeah. He's going to be there. He's like a vendor. I'm like, no way. I'm like, well, yeah. So we bring up, we bring our poster. He brings his poster and we start talking to him. You know, he's got these cool, like Jason and Argonauts and all these cool, like little King Kong, like little miniatures that he's working on. He's, he's retired now. So they're like, yeah, I just do this for fun. My buddy Chris starts talking to me. He goes, okay. So you worked on Terminator 2 Judgment Day, right? He goes, uh, he's like, yeah, I did. I did the whole, um, the nuclear nightmare, you know, with Sarah and the whole, you know, buzz and everything. The way he described the whole, like the cloud, he, uh, remember the explosion? Um, that you see in the yeah, background? Yeah. Like, historians now argue is like one of the most accurate representations of what a, an atomic bomb. Yeah. Uh, that's crazy. That's cool. Right. The way he described the the move, you know, you notice how the background this it moves kind of slow, that big mushroom cloud and everything. Yeah, right. It was almost like he said he was behind it, pushing it, and somebody else was pulling strings, and mm. it's almost like it's like a it's like a wire work with like two Whoa. or three, like well, yeah, dude, the way it's insane the way he described it, and he, he, and I'm like, and I, I shook his hand like, holy shit, motherfucker worked on T two, right? That's cool. That's insane. And he worked on Titanic as well. Oh wow, which was crazy, yeah. Um, and then get this, he fucking lives in Vista. Oh shit! I don't know how my buddy asked him because he uh, he's like uh, he's like oh he's like oh he my friend lives in this thing. Like, where do you live? He's like Brinkle Terrace. I'm like holy shit! Fucking practically neighbors. Motherfucker worked on T two. That's right. He lives over there. Yeah. So on my post, he wrote nuclear nightmare because I asked him like, oh hey, you know, just yeah. in case people just see the name, it's like you know, that seems fucking scary, you know. Hell yeah! And, yeah, we've talked about this on the podcast. I go, that's the perfect movie that has uh, all the types of different effects that you can think of, right? Miniature work, oh, yeah. CG, uh, practical effects, right? They, I mean, they did it all. And um, mm-hmm. and I go, hey, you know, how meticulous is this camera? And he goes, oh, man. He goes, <laughs> he goes that scene, I asked him about Titanic. He goes, is it true that those plates that had to be completely accurate that they were in the scene? And he goes, oh, he goes, for scenes that are, you won't even really see them, right? It might be for a second, like, he's that meticulous, right? He's like, yeah. It's uh, it's kind of wild. Iron Jim was his name. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. But just hear him talking about it. He was working on it. I'm like, you know, the whole the bus and the cars and everything exploded in that scene. Like with uh, she's she's on the fence screaming and she blows up. Dude, that fucking shit scary. You know. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. And then my buddy was like, he he knew another vendor who worked on RoboCop. He was there too. He did. He he said he did the RoboVision. So you know when he we're oh, friends with right, the right, yeah. You see all the you know all the shit in, he did. Did he do that. the Terminator Vision too for the Terminator? Oh, I wish. Oh man, I would have him sign that too. Yeah, that's cool. But they had great stories, you know, talking about it because he's like, "Oh, you guys brought stuff for me to sign." We're like, "Oh yeah, one of your free and two, like, oh yeah, we're fucking Robocop and T two. Are you kidding me?" Um, 
So that was cool. So I shout out to Chris, man, for doing all the research and getting that and figure that out, man, because they were awesome. Uh, people didn't even know. People just thought they were regular vendors. You know, I'm like, what are they right. doing vendoring? Like, I'm like, did you have any props from the movies or anything? You know, did you keep anything? Because he was talking about Titanic. He, he worked on that scene where the ship's like falling over and it's crashed, you know? Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, for snacks, yeah. And I go, I go, did you keep anything from the boat or anything? He goes, man, that, that shit. He's like, that was like a piece of cardboard, that stuff up there, you know? Right. And, and he goes, hey, we, threw the, we toss all that shit away. He's like, what are we going to do all that? I'm like, ah. Well, at that point, they didn't know it was going to be the biggest fucking film in the world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To them, they like, were oh. like, spoiler alert, it yeah. sinks, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he's like, oh, man, that was just, yeah, a piece of cardboard and everything we just put it together and everything. I'm like, wow, that's crazy how you guys can make that stuff look like, you know what I mean? Yep. So so that was a cool thing, yeah. That was that was fun that was to meet cool. him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, that was that today. So what about you, Tony? Uh not much today. Yeah, just boring chill. Uh yesterday, so Friday we just had a normal panda. Uh Saturday, uh we were all over the place. Uh we went down to help so my my sister was celebrating a friend's birthday in Vegas, so my parents were babysitting baby Mia. Mm. But that's like three days, you know, it's like Friday night, Saturday, and then uh, Friday night, Saturday night. And then my sister would pick him up, pick her up on Sunday. Uh, but my sister, you know, reached out to Lainey and me and said like, hey, so my parents are going to be taking care of me. So, you know, if you happen to drop by, it would probably help them out. <laughs> like we get the hint. We get, yeah, we'll go oh, down yeah. there. Oh, we, yeah. we showed up and they're and they disappeared like like what just happened my mom <laughs> went to take a shower and my dad went out to like get some food like they just like were ready they're like here's me a tigger so laney was like yep perfect timing to- mm-hmm. totally rescued the family um so yeah so we just hung out uh there for a few hours i fixed i fixed some stuff around the house replaced replaced some lights somewhere fixed some fixed, it just, you know they they have a little sticky note that says Tony's list. So every time <laughs> I come over, I check the list to see what what needs to be done. <laughs> so it doesn't sound like a post. It's not like a longer list. Well, well, I think they did it on purpose. They they keep it a post note so it's not too big. <laughs> well, yeah. Because yeah. so, yeah. my dad always like, oh, there was something I was going to tell you. I was like, I gotta make it. We gotta put it on the post it. Gotta put it on the post it. Soon you think oh. of it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so that was cool. Just hung out with him for a little bit. Um, then. Uh oh god oh that's right I need to take that out of the car uh so so Nori she started getting into um buying buying trinkets off of auction sites and oh. reselling them on eBay and so what she, yeah so you know you buy you buy something at like an auction at an estate sale or Goodwill or whatever like a you know, like a teacup. Uh, uh, usually, it's like oh, a yeah. Disney. It's like a Disney themed teacup. Then you know, you know, buy it for ten bucks, sell it for twenty, type thing. Um, but she she messaged us and was like, "Hey, uh, they delivered all of them early, and I'm out of town. Can you can you put them in your car? Like like, can you just? I I don't want them to just be in my front porch. There was thirty what? of them. <laughs> thirty <damn>. fucking boxes. <laughs> Whoa. I'm like, Whoa. we can't fit them all. We can't fit all those. We can't like we ha- yeah we have an SUV and it still won't fit uh, in, in our car. Uh, so so that was yeah. So and 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 then we're rolling up to Nori's house and like t- 
taking her boxes from her front porch into our house <laughs> or into our car. Like, just please, no one call the cops on us. No one call the cops. Like, we're, we're not rushing. We're trying to be slow. We're saying hi to everybody. Like, look, we're not, you know, we're not suspicious. We're not thieves. <laughs> Uh, but we ended up leaving some of the boxes there because we couldn't fit them all. So that was, yeah, that, we still have them. Um, no, do you? Yeah, yeah. We're going to yeah. keep them uh, all week and then return them next next Saturday. Uh, but then uh, Lainey and I came home and we decided that we we're going to go out. Uh, it started raining. Um, we're like, fuck it. Let's just do it anyway. Uh, there's a, a Mescal um, restaurant uh down in Temecula uh called Espadin and uh I've been I've been wanting to check it out for forever since we moved up nice. here so we finally yeah. finally went out on an actual date and uh sat down at the restaurant uh ordered a tequila flight a mezcal flight uh delicious oh, is that with that pictures while the like shops lined up or is that the Yeah yeah the pictures that we just posted to our story that's yeah, yeah. us at Espadin uh okay. yeah drinking uh, doing the tastings uh, and then we just walked around, went to the coin op finally. Been wanting to go to the coin op in Temecula. Uh, it's a bar that has arcade. Um, it was fun. It, it was cool. It was pretty chill in there. Um, yeah. The food was good too? Uh, we, uh, so we didn't eat food. We ate chips and salsa. <laughs> so, <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. We didn't order food. We just, uh, we, we yeah, ordered food. Gu- full of that, huh? I keep eating if it's endless. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we had a, we had ordered guac, salsa, and a couple, uh, baskets of chips um and uh yeah that's all we so we don't know we don't know what the food's like <laughs> well maybe we'll maybe we'll find out next time but it's like i'm going there to taste the tequila like i'm going there to drink so like i don't want to i i don't want to spoil it with food um but it wasn't and they're and they're just like one ounce or half ounce shots uh, for the tasting so we didn't get too drunk um went to the bar uh had another they had another tequila there that i wanted to try it's siete leguas uh it was okay um and yeah so that i mean that that was pretty much it had had well we bought ice cream and then and then came home you know did, did, ice cream yo huh <laughs> well that's cool because when's the last time you guys just did that right like years i swear damn. like our dates are going to panda like we haven't <laughs> gone to like we don't go we don't go to restaurants so we go to Panda that's what we do, um so yeah oh, so it, oh, yeah I went to Panda on was it Saturday and it said Beyond the Meat Orange Chicken they have yeah they're they're they have Beyond Chicken so fake chicken it's it's okay we've had it yeah. before okay it's not the same okay. uh, yeah our um one of our friends is a they're vegan and so we bought it. We bought a big old tray uh, and took it to their house for Friendsgiving last year, or maybe two years ago. So uh, it's a, it was all right. It's okay. It's yeah. not. It's it has the 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 orange orange sauce, but you know it's it's fake chicken, so it right. it does. It's not quite the same. And and the it it wasn't quite as crispy. Like they were a little soggier than normal. That could have just been the luck of the draw, but whatever. We're not we're we're not out to get uh, the the fake chicken we're, we're there for the real chicken so exactly. yeah because yeah my, my buddy Scott told me he tried it he goes he's like oh fuck he's like no can't do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not like that it. bad it's not that bad it's a if, if you let it get to your head if you if it's yeah. in your head that you're just eating fake chicken then yeah you're gonna hate it um, okay. but I mean it's it wasn't that bad I mean we could have just again again 
it it does seem to vary depending on the location. Some places, like my parents, when I oh so uh, we had panda on Friday. On Saturday, my parents also wanted panda, so we had orange chicken again. We had panda again on Saturday. That wasn't that good. Like the panda Ooh. that my parents bought, yeah, it wasn't that good. Like the mm. the the sauce wasn't as um, tart and flavorful. Um, yeah, the, the viscosity, right? Yeah, no, the, the <laughs> it was a little right. The viscosity was a little low. It was a little runny. Um, it wasn't crispy, so it was a little soggy. It feels like we got like the bottom of the barrel, maybe. Um, and uh, the teriyaki chicken was okay. But anyway, my point is that the flavors do vary from location to location, from from day to day, depending on which you know cook they have at the day. So that would seem reasonable. I would, I would, I would try again. If you, if you go to Panda and you don't like it once, I would, I would try again on a different day, uh, you know, a different time of day type thing and see if you still don't like it. Okay. Yeah. I'm too adventurous, man. I'm not, not I mean, not adventurous, you know, like, oh, you're not adventurous. You know, my half and half. I'm going to try it. I mean, they do the free sample one. That do, if they give me the oh, keep again. the receipt. Yeah. Do you know, you know about the receipt, right? Uh-uh. Oh my God. Keep the receipt from Panda on the yeah. back. There's a code. You go online and, or, or actually, you don't even, I don't even think you need, yeah, you go online, you fill out a little survey and they give you a code and you just take that receipt next time and, the, and you get a free side. Oh, it's oh, so simple. We, we used to do that all the time. You keep the receipt, yeah. fill it out, get the code, take it in next time, you get a free side. Nice. Yeah. So that's how you can get your samples in. You know, you can, um, you can just get a free sample of whatever, you know, tiny, a small side um, and you can share it with whoever you're with. So. Dude, I've yeah. Tried. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just keep the okay. keep the receipt and don't throw it away. It's on the back. For sure. Nice. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. dude. You're it's... welcome, everybody. Check <laughs> that's right. You're welcome. <laughs> oh man, well that's a perfect way to end it right there. You can't get any better than that, Tony. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You just get the best tip right there. Six episode six seventeen of the Bad Boys Podcast. We just randomly talked about poop, movies, <laughs> fake chicken, <laughs> real chicken, orange chicken, however you like it. You know, hot chicken, chicken, skinny chicken, fat chicken, you name it. All types of chicken, fried chicken, real chicken, home chicken. Mm -hmm. And some free chicken. And some some light protein. Oh, yeah. Oh, the kid Harley, he loves free chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, Lando, I'll be your boy, Fonse. We ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP, bad boys for life.